And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Nope. Nope. Uh, you're joined by the guy of the souls, man. And the Red Red Baron. What the hell was that? What the hell was that? What the hell was that? <laughs> you're the guy of the souls, man? Hey, I've said worse. Yeah, it's true. I kind of liked it. Hey, Kyle, happy 10-day anniversary to you and Bianca. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Has it been 10 days? Is today the 23rd? Yeah. Then yep. All right. I like how when you asked that question, the fan turned on. Oh, <laughs> so I had to turn on the light. It was just so funny because we were like, "Has it been ten days?" Boom, light yeah. and fan. <laughs> it's like, Kyle, I think there's a poltergeist going out of your house. <laughs> you gotta get out of there. Tommy Oliver's pissed. <laughs> Kyle, not enough drinks were ordered. <laughs> <laughs> If it was going to be a B player, you should have named it the Atom. <laughs> We're here. Yes, we are. No mock, no mass. Yep. Massey's, uh... I think Massey's joining. Yeah, he's asking for the invite. The invite's been sent a long time ago. We started eight. He knows this. Oh, I don't know. I didn't look at the group chat. Yeah. No, so, uh... I'm going to tell him to check his facts. Check his facts. Well, I've been waiting for Kendall to send the invites since 740, but, you know, he's slow at things. Well, I was, you know, making sure everything was up and running. You know, there was no show on Wednesday, so we're the last guys on, mm. you know. So I wanted to, you know, get the computer up going. You had to, you know, nurse it. You know, you milk it. Make sure it doesn't get too much full. You know, it's mm-hmm. a computer ownership. It's a big yeah. responsibility. Suck it, souls. How about you stop being a fucking rat? We wouldn't have this problem. Listen, that's in my blood. I can't change that. It's true. He's he's one tw- he's one twelfth rodent. <laughs> Just not a little one. You said that. <laughs> um, Kyle, you drinking anything tonight? Yeah, I'm drinking a uh, lolly hop. I've had this before. It's by Trogues. Um, it is a uh, 8.2 alcohol to volume. One pint is 16 fluid ounces. Um, <laughs> I love when you just get real in depth. Might help. Hold on, hold on, Matt. I'm finishing my beer. Would you like me to read what it says? <laughs> Kyle, I'm going to leave that up to your judgment. Okay. When we make our annual... I, pronu- I think it's pronounced anal. Uh, pilgrimage to the... Bo- to the I can't read it. too dark. <laughs> also, you know Paul, what? thanks for ignoring my call. Huh? I can't read anyways. What? No. I said thanks for ignoring my call. My phone's dead. Uh, well, that sucks. And Kevin, thanks for me. responding to me. Massey, I sent you the link. Yeah, you didn't fucking respond to me. But you have all the notifications on, you know. <laughs> I, you know, know. I obviously don't, otherwise I would have joined. You know. I love I love that answer. Well, you know. Uh-oh. All right, so... Well, um, here, oh. I have to do some car movement. Uh, you guys keep talking. Kendall, just give me your keys. I'll yeah. move both cars. Paul's going to play valet quickly. <laughs> it's so funny. Are Ricky live? comes down the stairs. I got to go to work. <laughs> but yes... We're here. Massey is here. Massey, anything to drink? Drinking water. 
Uh, I'm not actually drinking anything at the moment, Kyle. I'll probably dip into something in a couple minutes. But are, are you are you playing Chef Massey tonight? I am. And what's and what's on the the queue? Actually, funnily enough, the same thing as it was last time. And I don't remember. I apologize. Uh, it's soup. Oh, just soup. Yeah, just soup. Not going to get into your whole debauchery about what you hate. <laughs> lasagna soup. It is a lasagna, or it is a lasagna soup made with a bunch of basil, just for Kyle. <laughs> That'd be terrible. <laughs> What's wrong with basil? No, lasagna soup would be terrible. Oh, well, actually, lasagna soup is pretty fucking fire. I mean, it sounds is that good. The yeah, Ashley makes it every Christmas, and it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Soup, good. Lasagna, good. Why would they not be, you know, compatible? Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like a, it's a good tag team right there. Tag team. Okay. Some, something's going on. I don't know what. I don't know what either. I'm not doing anything. Sounds like somebody's like sawing through a phone book with plastic keys. (laughs) It's metal. That's pretty good. Well, the Riddler and I, uh, we are drinking Miller High Life, so I'm very excited. Oh, a little jealous about that. Getting that going. Um, I guess we'll we'll start with uh some. Any 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 toasts? Yeah, I got a toast. All right, so let's go ahead. My toast is to Max Muncy. Okay. And the reason? reason for the last two years the Phillies have played the Dodgers, you know, he's been lighting them up like most left handed players. But against the Phillies, he had one hit and he made a very crucial error in the bottom of the tenth. And it made the guy it made the runner on third score. And then Roman Quinn from sec- the ground ball to second scored on that play too. So fuck him. So, is this really a, a toast of excellence, or are you just, like, bitching about something? Both. <laughs> I hate him. I mean, that would be like me, like, like if, if Tom Brady, like, made a mistake, and then, like, I complained about it as a toast. Like, that's what it was. That was the equivalent. <laughs> uh, Massey, do you have anything? Yes, I do. Uh, you two are both going to hate me for it. Uh, my toast of excellence is to Sam Koch for finally calling it a career. Actually, I don't hate that guy. Tomlin gave him a shout out. Yeah, you, can't, you can't hate a punter. I mean, it was more or less pro just Bowl, like... All pro and Super Bowl champion. Good for him. Yeah, he had a pretty good career, that guy. <laughs> Only made $36 million. Really? Fox just kick a ball in the air. Well, I mean, that, that is the punter is for sure the most, besides kicker, the most thankless, you know, position. I mean, no, that's long snapping. <laughs> well, I, let's, but, let's say all that group of special teamers is pretty thankless. But think about it the Steelers in our lifetime schedule have been through their woes with all three positions. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, if we would have been so lucky to have a guy like him uh, for however long he yeah. played for. All of our punters have sucked since we've been alive. <laughs> Harrison was our long snapper for a minute. Yep. Thank you, sir. And then uh, we had Sean Sweezy. Yeah, it was not great. Um, why, while Paul is getting situated again, uh, my toast is to, as you know, I, I have to always, you know, toast uh, uniforms and jerseys and whatnot. Uh, over this past weekend, uh, MLB teams, they wore their, um, like, uh, I guess they call it Armed Forces Day. Uh, I don't know if it, 
NFL calls it with salute to service, and this mm-hmm. is the MLB equivalent. So all the teams wore like camo hats with their logo. It's pretty cool. Cool thing they do. It's a cool thing that teams do, but you're a douche if you buy the hat. Yeah, I uh, I think I have one. <laughs> I <believe laughs> I have another toast. Oh, I'm drinking High Life, by the way. We know. Yeah. <laughs> um, another toast is to Baltimore Orioles. What? My toast is that. Went to Ashley Rushman making his MLB debut. Who's background Number one is that? prospect in all of baseball. Someone's background's not so nice. Yeah, it was the sink running ass. Cooking lasagna. Sorry. Is that true? Is he cooking lasagna? No. Uh, lasagna soup. <laughs> uh, am I the only one who didn't give a toast? Uh, it's your turn to toast. Oh. All right. Uh, my toast of excellence is to uh, Bob Ryan. Go ahead. Of ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, for publishing a book that will be the first and last book that Kyle reads as an adult. <laughs> What's the book? It's called In Scoring Position, 40 Years of a Baseball Love Affair. I bought the book. It's so good. I, I'm i not a big reader, but when I find something that intrigues me, I'll usually try to get it at the library because I'm not, I'm not big on rereading books. But this one, I just bought it on Amazon, and it was good enough that I read 170 pages last night. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's not a hard read by any stretch, but Kyle, this book is for you. Okay. Fun fact to all our listeners: uh, You can actually go online, make an account at your local library, and get eBooks for free as well. I don't like reading eBooks. I like the feel of the pages. Mm. That's fair. I mean, I get it. Just, I, a, it, it's, just a toast. I like killing local libraries. Kyle, would you like me to read you the description of the book? You just read me the book. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I don't. Yeah, want to Kyle, read those the are called audio books. <laughs> no, no, I want Paul to read to me. All right. Well, I'd listen to Paul Reed books. I'll read. I'll read to you every Wednesday at seven p.m. Does that work for you? Yep. No, it doesn't. It does. Right. Well, I would actually listen to you narrate audiobooks, Paul. Oh man, that sounds terrible. I uh, listen. I think you, you get a good reading voice. I don't have a good voice. I disagree. I, yeah, I disagree I with your disagreement. Too. Right. So we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Kyle, let me let me uh, I have the book here. Let me get to the, what's it called? Description? Summary? Yeah, but it's like where they put it on the thing. Like the, about the author. Or whatever. All right. You ready, Kyle? Tell me this book isn't for you. This is going to be long. I'm sorry. It's, a, it's about, it's, it's authored, not a sponsor. It's authored by Bob Ryan and Bill Chuck. Bill Chuck is a baseball writer and analytic researcher. And then Bob Ryan is. I know Bob Ryan is. Yeah, Bob Ryan's an ESPN guy, but he was, he was a longtime Celtics beat man and then a Red Sox beat man, but he's just a big baseball fan. He was on Around the Horn for a while. Yeah. So also, I'm going to read you the description, Kyle. You tell, me, you tell me you don't think this would be a good book to read. Ready? All right. Bob Ryan has scored every baseball game he's ever attended at entry level since the start of the 1977 season. It's a deeply personal tradition still going strong at more than 1,400 MLB games and counting. The tattered scorebooks he's filled are worn from age, travel, and countless summer days, but their grids and scrawled symbols tell the stories of milestones, rivalries, rare historic achievements, and players you've never heard of. In Scoring Position captures the incomparable spirit of baseball with its infinite possibilities and madcap anomalies. Ryan, alongside baseball historian and statistician Bill Chuck, 
has scoured his scorecard archives for the most signature events. A switch hitter being hit by a pitch from both sides of the plate in the same game. A player batting for the cycle off four different pitchers. Even back-to-back pinch hit home runs with two outs in the ninth inning. Featuring some of the game's biggest names and wildest scenarios, this is a fascinating romp through baseball history, exuding a pure zeal for this sport that fans of all teams will recognize in themselves. Tell you what, I'd probably read that book. Let me ask you a question. Is it a book of just, like, scorecards? So basically what it is, so he, he's kept score on a scorecard of every game he's ever been to. Yeah. No matter the level. But he's been to fourteen hundred base, you know, MLB games in his career. Like when they, when yeah, they, a lot. like in the first couple pages, they talk about history. He's like, he goes, he's like, I've watched MLB games in in fifty three professional stadiums in thirty eight states, which Watch is obviously stadiums. way more than baseball has for teams. Yeah. Um, but uh, so basically, what it is, Kyle, is like he'll put like a scorecard of like the team that he's focusing on. On the thing, and it's kind of scrawled, and it's hard to read a little bit, but you can see the scorecard. He gives an excerpt about why that game was important, and then the other guy, Bill Chuck, kind of gives like an analytic breakdown about that. Uh, like, not about that game, but like about the people he's talking about. Yeah, I'm in. So, like, for example, the second entry in the book was a game in 1977 where I think it was Freddie Lynn. Freddie Lynn was had sprained his ankle in spring training and missed six to eight weeks. He begged to be put in the game. They put him in and then he hit two home runs to start to start his season. And that was like, that was the special thing of the game. And that, and, and like he had, even though it was his third at bat of the season, the other team was so afraid of what he was going to do for damage. Cause he'd already hit two home runs. They intentionally walked him to walk the bases loaded, which then brought up other, his rookie teammate, Glenn Rice. And then like and then like Bill Chuck just goes into detail where it's like this was the last season where you didn't just keep signing one year deals with your team. You you know like where where like you were basically on the team until they didn't want you anymore. This was the first off season of the arbitration process where like you had a dead a deadline to submit a contract before other people could poach. And so like that off season the Red Sox failed to mail in the contracts that Freddie Lynn and Carlton Fisk signed by the December 20th date. They mailed them on December 22nd. And that's the reason Carlton Fisk ended up being a white sock. Like the Elvis Doomerville facts scenario. Right. But like, this is like the first time it ever happened. Like this was the first season that that could be a thing ever. And so like, so Freddie Lynn and, Carlton Fisk were the first two players not retained by their teams due to like contract dispute problems. Yeah. That, that, and like, if that doesn't happen, if they mail it in on time, Carlton Fisk is a, is probably a Red Sox for his whole career, especially at that time. So it's just like an interesting tidbit. I never knew that's how he ended up being a White Sox. Yeah. Well, that's cool because it's like, it's not just about this, you know, random game. It's more to it. There's, there's like, right, exactly. Yeah. And like so, like the first like two games were highlighting highlighted about players I'd never heard of, and then like the third one, and like but like he's also been to Reggie Jackson Reggie Jackson's three home run game. He was at Cole Hamill's no hitter in the playoffs. Was it Cole Hamill's? Roy Holiday. Roy Holiday. He's been at, he was at Roy Holiday's no hitter in the playoffs. That's in the book. You mean Cole Hamill's? He was at yes. He was at Jeter's farewell game. He was at Big Poppy's last game. He was at the Big Poppy post nine eleven game. 
you know, he and, and like so there's a lot of those types of things, but then there's also he one of the games in the book is um uh the Griffies hitting back to back home runs, father and son. Mm-hmm. And then there's just other ones where it's like there's a book where like the the twins had twenty four hits against the Red Sox in seventy eight. Like there was no specific starlight event that happened. It was just a game yeah. he scored that a team had twenty four hits. And it's it's probably a, a great read too because I mean anyone listening who follows sports in any depth, you know who Bob Ryan is. Even if you don't like know like right, you know who he is if right. you don't know who he is. Yeah, it's like you see. Oh, it's like Mel Kuyper. Yeah, like same it's dude. like Mel Kuyper. Like if you've watched football for more than five years, you might not recognize the name. But if I showed you Mel Kuyper, you're like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. So this guy's no like just random stick in the mud. No, he's guy. been around this forever. Is, guy knows his stuff. He's like the official like baseball guy for the Tony Kornheiser show. That's how I heard about the book. Hmm. He was plugging it out on the show. We're ugly dude too. <laughs> just a little <laughs> tidbit there. I'll probably end up reading that. It's a good book. I would recommend just getting it on Amazon. I think it was like twenty four dollars. What's the name of the book? Uh, it's called a. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it's called In Scoring Position by Bob Ryan. ESPN's Bob Ryan. They made sure to put that on there. Thank you. Gonna go ahead and purchase this. And it's going to go on the hat shelf. <laughs> no, he has a bookshelf. I do have a bookshelf, and I actually probably will read this. It's gonna go right in between Twilight and oh. Aragon. Hmm. Yeah. I like what? I like the movie. Kyle, the Aragon movie is the worst movie ever made. Yeah, Kyle, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I ain't too worried about it. Uh, the aggression. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I saw this thing. One, uh, there's this thing. Um, we'll get into some of the stuff we're going to talk about tonight. But I saw this thing. Um, oh, oh, years, a couple years back when I was living with Kyle, Kyle turned me on to this YouTube channel called Smosh. Mm-hmm. I turned him on too. It turned me on too, but he turned he turned me on to this YouTube channel called Smosh, and just because the only thing Kyle watched on it was it was the same thing how we got started with Good Mythical Morning. The only reason we watched Good Mythical Morning was because we were hooked on the Willet episodes, mm-hmm. and when we ran out of those, we was like, let's see what else they do, and then we liked everything they did. The Smosh thing it started off with they do this thing called Try Not to Laugh, where they put water in their mouth and you basically try to get into spit take. And yep. so when I ran out of those, I started watching other stuff that they do, and they do this thing, this segment called Agree to Disagree. And I would love to find a way to do that. We'd have to film it and post it. I don't think it'd be something we could do on air mm-hmm. because, like, the visual I think helps with it. But they basically have two squares: ones agree, ones disagree. Someone makes a statement, and then you go to whatever side you believe. You either agree with it or disagree with it. Mm-hmm. With the farther for the closer you are to camera in your square, is the more strongly you agree or disagree. Okay. So if it was like, uh, you know, cats are better pets than dogs. You know, like, Kendall might be in the far back of the agree section, because he personally likes cats more than dogs, but he doesn't think they're better. He just personally, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, something like right, that. Right, right. And, like, I just think, I'd like to do that with, like, some sports stuff and, like, That's other various idea. things. I'd like to do that with us. I think it'd be very, because then you, like, make your case to try to sway people, which nobody ever gets swayed, because we're all <laughs> stubborn fucks. But yep. I think it'd be, I'd like to do it just with other things, too. Just, like, random things. Yeah, I'd like to do that. You know, it's funny that you mentioned the other thing, though. I'm surprised we've never done the spit take game. So, Kyle and I have, like, brought it up. We were going to do it at, like, your your uh, bachelor party, but we just didn't. 
<laughs> it was just, just Mock had Mock had a pure incident of unathleticism, and it kind of just derailed the whole right. weekend. <laughs> yeah. He's not here, so we can it say was that. A good pass. It was a good pass. Hit him in the numbers. Yeah, I still have the koozie in my little uh, foyer there. Yeah, maybe if he wasn't <laughs> fucking wearing Crocs like a bitch. Right. Put on some socks and catch a football like a man. I know. Jesus, what are you a fucking nurse? <laughs> Missing a Sam Bradford jersey out there. Yes. Oh. That'd be funny. We should take a bunch of pictures of Mock and like superimpose like a Sam Bradford jersey. And mm. all. He'd really dislike well, that. If we're gonna do that, we gotta do it with like Tony Romo. <laughs> <laughs> just Photoshop a bunch of Tony Romo. Remember when I did that with Jeff? When I photoshopped the uh, the what, what, what team was it? The Atlanta Falcons. I t- remember because I took that picture of him in like the mini pirates helmet. Oh, okay, yeah. I, super I, can that, I can have that done in the next like all right. half hour. Basti, right. that's your job. Then that's your job <laughs> for the show. As many images you can make, but only of Mock because he's not here. We're talking like we're talking like Manny <laughs> Ramirez jerseys. We're t- we're talking Tony oh, Romo, no, Des Bryant, huh? I, I'm only gonna do one Tony Romo. Oh, the, if you're only gonna do one, then don't do Tony Romo. Do Des Bryant or Deshaun Jackson. You know, we could do no, which do one? Roadie, huh? Do a roadie jersey. A roadie, half Brady, half Romo. <laughs> I did not know what he mean, but it's very yeah. funny. Wouldn't that be like Bromo? <laughs> Wouldn't it be better to go with Bromo? That one's good too. Roadie. There's a picture of Mark. <laughs> Wouldn't it be Rady? <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture of Mock in a Giants game. That might be the picture to use in like the Des Bryant. Oh yeah. yeah. Alright, let's see. I'm gonna do Deshaun Jackson. I think there's a picture on his oh, Facebook man. of him um like him posing with James and Tyler's brothers, mm-hmm. all in giant stuff in front of MetLife. Just do that one so that the other ones are still in yeah. Giants jerseys. <laughs> Alright, I'll see if I can find that. He's gonna, be so He's gonna get real mad He's about be so this. pissed. <laughs> And the worst part is you can't even blame it on Kyle because there's no way he buys this. <laughs> no offense, Kyle, yeah. but there's no way he buys I'm you the, did that. I'm the first one to say it. <laughs> it's funny. So we, we were talking in the group chat about the whole Josh Donaldson thing and stuff. And, and I've decided that I need I, what I really need to start doing is start dividing. I think there's three, I, I think there's three groups of uh, disliking a player. And I need to start compartmentalizing my dislike for players. There's players that you just hate. You have a sh- complete loathing for them as human beings. There's players you hate because they play for against your team and are usually good against your team. And then there's players that you just you hate because either everybody else likes them or they're just so good that it's annoying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like those three... I gotta start compartmentalizing that a little more because I just kind of group everybody into the I hope you die category. <laughs> and that's not fair. Like Josh Donaldson, die category. Aaron Rodgers is in the die category, but like Sal Perez is in the like you just fucking hurt, you hurt my team too much. He just happens to be there. Sal Perez isn't even my least favorite player in my division anymore. No, no, it's Josh Naylor. Fuck him. Two. <laughs> Josh Naylor. Wow, oh. a dirty looking fucking thing. I was about to say that I shouldn't. Um, <laughs> but like more players. We have to come up with more players like that. Yeah. I mean, like like Kyle. I think like Kyle's hate for Lamar Jackson is more geared towards. I I think it's more geared towards he because he plays in the division. I don't think he actually really. He's ha- good. No, it's not, I don't think it's because he's good. Because I don't think Kyle would hate Lamar Jackson if he was a Charger. I I mean I think that he would still have stamp have his stance of like that he's overrated. But I don't think he would be like if he was a Charger. I don't think he'd be like, oh, I still hate him because he's so good. I think he would just be like, oh, you know, like whatever. But I think he's overrated. I could I, be wrong. He, he would care a lot less. I, exactly. I think I think it's like the same thing. Like I think like 
like Baker is like in that same category. Whereas like if Baker were to leave Cleveland, he would then shift to the overhyped, too good to you know category type thing. But then there's play like like so Von, like Vontez Perfect is in the you just hate him as a person category. Yeah, I can't find a good picture of Mock. It's because there aren't any, man. <laughs> One of those sorry not sorry sentences. Mm-hmm. If you want to, I know there's plenty of pictures of him like shirtless in a pool. You could just subdue Deshaun Jackson tattoos on him. There you go. Put Deshaun Jackson's face on a stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look into this a little bit later. And then put Joe the, Flacco can die. The Phil. Yeah, but like, do you really hate Joe Flacco, or do you just hate him because he I was do. a Raven? I hate him because he's a smug prick. So, like, you actually really despise him as a person. Oh yeah, he's not a good person. All right, that's fair. I don't hate all Ravens. You like Justin Tucker? Yeah, he's pretty good. You liked Marlon Humphreys? Not really. Yes, you did. I don't like hate him or like him. You I wanted him on, on the Steelers. Yeah, no that shit. means you like him, Kyle. If somebody's in your division and you want him on your team, that means you like him. All right. Well, then I love AJ Green. We know that he's not in your division anymore. Still love the guy. He'll come back to the division. I could see that as a Brown. Yeah, that'd be gross. <laughs> Goes and breaks his foot. Femur. Yeah, retires as a Brown. Kendall, is there anybody in your list that you just absolutely hate? So I'll tell you what, back in the day when we were in high school, I hated basically the entire Phillies lineup. Every single one. You know, Jason Worth, he was a sewer rat, still is, hated him. Uh, you know, Utley, Rollins. But like, do they fall more into the, because they're Phillies? Because they were Phillies and they, like, so you played them so much that they, like, you got to watch yes, them hurt. And like, Chipper Jones falls in that category for you. He was just a Met killer. Met killer. You don't, like, hate Chipper Jones. No, I... I this in, is a pretty in, good picture. In the same deal, like with those Phillies, the Phillies were really good back then, and the Mets were in the toilet. So it's like there was like there was very few opportunities that we beat them, and you know they they were in the playoffs for like five of those six years, you know. But ah, God, despise those guys. You hate, but you hate hate Jason Ward. Yeah, and then he went to the Nationals. <laughs> it couldn't even like like get a break. You hate him. You hate Jason Bay. Ah, Jason Bay was such a letdown. I was I was very excited, and then, you know, I, I went well, to when did something. I went to uh, Titty Field for Jason Bay bobblehead day. Really and thought you just said Titty Field, and I got a pretty good choice. And he didn't even that. play. He was injured, didn't play. <laughs> got his bobblehead. I think Gold's Horseradish was the sponsor, which was kind of appropriate. That's funny. Masky, is there anybody on your absolutely hate list? Mm, there's quite a few. Cortland Finnegan's one of them. Which is so you funny to me. Him to bring him up all the time. But like, I don't bring him up. Paul usually brings him up. But it's funny because I, I bring up Chris Givens. Even before I knew Massey, I disliked Cortland Finnegan. So it's just so funny that years later that like, you found someone that also hated him. <laughs> Let's see. Is there anybody else that I really don't like? Um... And I feel like your really don't like category has to kind of refrain from people on your own team. Like, to an extent. Like, I mean, just like, because, like, it's so easy to just be like, oh, I hate this guy because he plays for your team and he's underperforming. Like, that's obviously anybody. Like, I mean. Right. That's a bad reason. Yeah. Well, I just, I mean, like, there were probably. That's not why I hate Cortland Finnegan. No, no, no. I, I'm not, reason why I hate him. No, I understand that. But I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm saying, like, for all of us. 
You know, like, like I feel like for me to be like, you know, like, oh, like I hated Mitch Trubisky. Like, that's not fair. Like, right. he just wasn't. Is it fair to say hate LeBron James? But I think that would go into the third tier. I think you just hate him because everybody loves him. I don't think I you really Debo hate Samuel. LeBron. I don't think you really hate LeBron. That's fair. You know what I mean? I hate Debo Samuel. Like, I feel like the way. Okay. All right. Like, I feel like the way you feel about LeBron, Kyle, is like the way people feel about Steph Curry, James Harden, uh, you know, like th- those types of players. Like, they're just. They're so upper echelon that it's like like Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Like they're just so upper echelon that it's like you hate them because you don't have one of them. Right. Well, it's you know for me anyway. I don't hate Tom Brady anymore. He bested me at every turn. I mean, it's just like, hey Not man, congrats. <laughs> you know, I can't hate him anymore. You just can't. Should have never hated him. He's a good guy. Should have hated. Well, him we don't him. know that he's a good guy. Oh, he's hilarious and you know it. Well, listen, people are hilarious and still bad people. Like who? <laughs> um, let's see if I can think of a good example. Uh, Paul. Louis Black? I don't know. He seems like an okay guy. But who knows? <laughs> Ron White. Oh, yeah. That Ron guy. White's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but he's funny. Louis C.K.'s an asshole. He's not an asshole. Paul's he just jerks off on people. Funny. I bet you Ron White steals from the tip jar. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can see that. <laughs> oh, um, Massier, if you when you read the book, let me know when you uh, when you smile. Page okay. two, page two, you're gonna have a big smile on your face. You know why? I thought you were gonna wait for me to be surprised. No, no. I'm not gonna do that. That's stupid. Seventy <laughs> six year old Bob Ryan and his about me quotes a certain uh, crave TV show. Does it really? Yeah. Seventy six year old man just shouts out Letterkenny in his about me section. Kyle, what happened to you? You used to watch that. Why did it just? Does it just give your balls a tug? I never really no. watched it. Kyle watched the first few I episodes with me, ball. and Kyle did. Kyle laughed. Kyle has only seen probably four episodes all the way through, but Kyle's favorite episode by far is episode two because Kyle laughs so hard when he just stands up to go answer the phone <laughs> and then comes back over, like positions himself, and then sits back down. Yeah. Kyle was like laughing. He's like, he's so stiff. Oh, so good. Wait. I don't even remember what episode two is. That's the one where he starts fighting everybody to become the toughest guy in Letterkenny again. Oh, okay. End of the lane, way. Stay off the property. Off the property. Drinking it's from... one of those shows that I could watch with you guys, but I don't know if I can watch it by myself. That's fair. Meanwhile, endlessly watching. Endlessly watching. I've already watched every single No, like, that's fine. That's it's out. just that type of show for me. I understand. I get it. I get it. Like... You guys would watch Power Rangers with me, but you'd never watch it by yourself. I wouldn't watch it with you, Kyle. You had done it. <laughs> I would watch the original movie with you, and I wouldn't watch it all the time. I'd watch it, like, every couple of years. Paul can attest to this. I can't say many shows that I've woken up to, like, sleeping on Kyle's floor. Like, why are you watching this? Like, and he's been up for like, four hours. Because yeah. <laughs> for some reason, back in the day... Like, you know, it didn't happen as much when I was living there, but, like, back in the day, when you'd sleep over at Kyle's house, he'd be the first one to pass out, but then for some reason, he would wake up at 6 in the morning and just start watching TV on volume 80. Right. It's like trying to sleep in... Hey, guys, I know you're trying to sleep, but I'm trying to watch Beetleborgs in IMAX. Yeah, exactly. It's an IMAX theater in his room. That's like Kyle. What, Kyle? We'll get McDonald's breakfast. No, because I'd never be up for it. (laughs) Listen, we're not saying it's a bad time. I'm just saying that it was a bad time. <laughs> it was a bad moment of a good time. 
Especially, too, because, like, depending on the day, like, the show, sometimes it was, like, a 4D theater. (laughs) It's Kyle's hot breath and farts. (laughs) You know, it's like Kyle puts on some sort of, like, war movie or, like, you know, you're just, like, you feel like you're in the trenches dying from heat exhaustion because he's methaning your mouth. (laughs) Or there would be the famous, Kendall got this more than anybody, Kyle decides he needs to get up and start watching TV. So he'd get up and step on you while he's on yeah. his way to the recliner. I've had a lot of foot on face in my time. Candle <laughs> <laughs> or fall? Yes. Have either of you seen Jersey yet? No. Is it out? Yeah. Oh, oh I, I didn't yeah. know that. Is it a full season or just? I don't know. Uh, two no. episodes yeah. on Friday. Last last two episodes are this Friday. Why would you ask me, Kendall? I told you I didn't see it yet. I don't know. So how would I know? I just you know, I made eye contact and asked, you know. It's a, it's a confidence thing. Oh. What do you got? I'm so excited. <laughs> it's such a good show. I hope they do a season two. They will. They're going to stop Letterkenny for it. No, I hope not. Or they just, you know, mm, transfer I hope not too, but I, as long as I have some something like Shorzy, I'm okay. I have to come out with another one. Right. Another another one where Kess was playing another character. Just like somebody on the, the I think this was the start where they just came out with like a one season spinoff for every character on Letterkenny. <laughs> There's just like a Glenn series. There's a fucking Stuart series. Which would be the worst? Huh? Which would be the worst? The black lady? Nah, Gail, Gail would be good. Gail, Gail would be, be good. Funny. I mean, a show... Of the main cast, I think Dan's would be like the hardest to like get behind. Unless it, like maybe it involved like the whole Meta Knight thing, man, can those fuckers run? Yeah. Um, I don't know who'd be the worst. Maybe like Riley and Jonesy. I don't know if they could do a whole. Whole. I like... would watch an entire season of the two of them. No, I would too, but I feel like it would just be too repetitive. Like I feel like they work better with the I show think itself. Coaches would probably be the hardest to get through. Nah, I, I, I'm super. See, but I like the character so much that I would be into it. The McMurrays would be so good. <laughs> I mean, it would because it's not because I, those... I just imagine theirs would be like smash the gash twenty twenty three. Yeah, there's not enough what like what the fuck why? <laughs> because there's not enough like vocal like the, the two other skids. I mean, it would be basically impossible to. That's that's not Riley and Jonesy. No, no, no. The um, so not, not the other two. The you one, want the other two skids? The other two. That might be rough. I mean, but this... I don't think they would get one. They're not main characters. They don't even know their names. Right. I mean, they'd be... We do. We do, but I'm saying Kendall doesn't. Oh, I don't know their names. Yeah. There's the one guy who vapes We've and... We've actually found it out this most recent season. <laughs> the one that vapes <laughs> and... The, the other one guy. That looks like a... <laughs> and the one that looks like he belongs as a, a Wyatt family member. <laughs> actually, those might be the same person. <laughs> right, Connor and Darren. What are the names? Connor and Darren. Yeah, yeah I kind of remember that. Um, so in our group chat, I know we were talking sometime this week. I th- Tannis's. Tannis's would suck. That would be the worst one. Tannis. Why do you I that? will disagree with you if only because of what I watched on Jersey. I still think Tannis's would be the worst. Just just a whole episode, a whole series just about Tannis. Fair. It's a man or Tannis. I mean, I'd watch it for all the wrong reasons. I think that's why I've been... <laughs> She's like the worst of the best, though. Well, right. Be that as it may, I'm still in. Yeah, but you're into Gender a paper bag. Yeah, that's true. What do you got for us, Reed? Uh, the Riddler came up with a pretty good concept, and I thought it'd be kind of fun to kind of look back on some players on our teams uh, who pretty much were underperformers. 
up. Now, we don't have to necessarily do a draft unless you guys want. I didn't even pitch it as a draft. No, not a draft. Just no, I just pitch it as, like, create a starting lineup. Yeah. You know, like, just, like, who would be your, like, your point guard shooting guard or, like, quarterback wide receiver. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be that. It could just be talking about players. Yeah. And I thought that'd be a fun thing to do because, you know. I'm in. We, we've had our fair share of pretty bad players. I'm in. I'll start. Earl Bennett. <laughs> Remember him? Oh, yeah. Number 80, undersized yep. wide receiver for the Bears, Earl yep. Bennett. Yep. We watched that guy make a toe tap. <laughs> we watched that guy make a toe tap catch on the sideline in the Bears-Steelers game. And then we watch Antonio Brown do it better the yeah. next drive. <laughs> but Earl Bennett won. Ha! Yeah. Fuck you, Souls and Kendall. That was a trip. Hey, I caught a touchdown in that game. Huh? I love you. What'd you say? I said he caught a touchdown in that game. Who did? I was saying that before you said that, but you didn't hear me because my phone sucks. Oh, all right. I mean, we've told the story a million and a half times, but that was our first Pittsburgh trip. We got in the car Disaster. in Connecticut, drove all the way to got, Pittsburgh. Got to Pittsburgh at like 7, 10. Parked in this, ran, this random lot. Yep. Walked to the stadium, watched the Sunday night game, walked back, got in the car, <laughs> drove home. <laughs> I mean, it, we look back on it now. It's like, how did we even pull that off? It was rough. It sounds pretty rough. It was, it was pretty rough because by the time we got to the Tappan Zee Bridge for rush hour traffic from yeah. New York, oh. it was terrible. We sat on the bridge for like two hours. That was when you finally fell asleep. Yeah, you finally. slept. You slept from the bridge through like Trumbull. Yeah, that's when I woke up. Out. Yeah, Kyle woke up as we were getting into Trumbull. <laughs> Did you drop me off at school? Kyle, we get in the car. I'm gonna stay up with you guys the whole time. <laughs> didn't even make it out of the parking lot. <laughs> no, I didn't make it out of the parking lot of Sheets. No, you weren't awake when we got the Sheets. I thought it was. No. And it was funny, because like, uh, looking back at all of the stuff that we've ever eaten at Sheets, and the first time we stopped, I'm like, I'm going to get something to eat. And Kendall's like, I don't know, man. Seems pretty skeptical. Yeah, I was I was afraid. <laughs> Boy, what a mistake that and was. you were wrong. Big time. The only thing that we found out was in... Dr. Pepper Dr. Sauce was yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah, what? They made a Dr. Pepper hot uh, barbecue sauce back in the day. Oh, well, not great? No. I mean, I don't know. I hate Dr. Pepper as it is. Yeah, it was not a great sauce. I had the first sheets in the group. App sampler. <laughs> what year did we go to that game? What a great way to start the entire saga. Fifteen. No, we, we were still in. We were still in college. Thirteen. Thirteen, maybe. You were twenty twenty twelve, I believe, because it was our sophomore year of college. Was it? Somewhere. Pretty sure. No, it wouldn't have been our sophomore year. It would have been our junior year, so 20, 2013. Do you remember how we played in that trip? In the in the fucking foyer of Burger King? Yeah. You brought your laptop. Yeah, we showed up to Kyle's work. I had my laptop with me, and we bought the tickets while Kyle was on his break. Then he threw us out so we could go back to work. <laughs> Only time I've ever, ever had a computer. In a <laughs> 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 well, that's not true. Every time you eat with your phone. That's true, but... Ba-do, ba-do, you know what I mean. All right, Kendall, what Met underperformed for you? Okay, as soon as... I, the, the 2005 Mets. <laughs> as a whole. As soon as this text came out, the first player that came to mind was Ruben Tejada. Right off the bat. He played for the Mets for seven years. Seven years. Uh, in his time there, he batted 254. 
He had a surprising he had a surprising amount of RBIs. I thought it was much less. He had 148 RBIs, um, 10 home runs. I mean, though he wasn't a power hitter, this guy's basically just a middle infielder. Uh, 493 hits over that span, and uh, less than 200 runs scored. Uh, this guy had just a good enough glove to keep him in the majors, and it, it the Mets kept him for seven years. Guy was abysmal out there. Do you think Chase Utley? Tyrus Thomas. Tyrus Thomas. The guy and, we, and the guy we traded LaMarcus Aldridge for. <laughs> any 76ers first-round pick. So Joel Embiid? Besides him. Allen Iverson? Uh, like 2008 to like 2016. That's fair. Jaleel Okafor, Rodney Carney, uh, Zaire Smith, who's out of the league already. Ooh, Kyle, I got a good one for you. What's that? Eddie Curry. Yeah, he was bad. He was yeah. for the Sixers. No, no, but he was a bull. That's right. He's one of the 400 bull Nick combos. We could create like six sub-500 teams with just players that have played for those two teams. Paul, I just realized that you and I can both get Ramon Castro jerseys. Ooh. We can also both oh. get Eddie Curry jerseys <laughs> and Tyson Chandler jerseys. <laughs> Derek Rose jerseys. Joakim Noah jerseys. Yeah. Taj Gibson jerseys. Uh, we could both get Nate Robinson jerseys. Yeah, the NBA is pretty good for that, that type of stuff. Especially those two fucking teams. They love to just have the same guy. <laughs> But we can both get a Tadahito Aguchi jersey. That's true. Mass, you got any uh, underperforming players you'd like to mention? Uh, most recently, Troy Reader for the Rams was our starting inside linebacker last but you, year. You, you had he... to have liked him. Oh, I had to have liked him. Yeah, that was like yeah. kind of like the whole point. Like it's it's underperforming players that you liked. Like oh, like, okay. Like I'll give you I'll give you a for example, Brandon Lloyd. <laughs> Good name. That guy played forever on so many different uh, teams. Let me think. Lime is sweet. I'd say what I I always forget that the Bears had Jason Campbell at one point. <laughs> I do too. They also had Jimmy Clausen at one point. <laughs> Jeremy Lin. Nice. Imagine that quarterback room though, Jimmy Clausen and Mark Sanchez. <laughs> you don't have to imagine it. It happened. <laughs> Terrifying. I don't know if it was Kyle and I spent on the phone. Another guy at New York, New York Met. Love this guy. Pitcher. His name is Mike Pelfrey. Uh, big yeah, guy. We talked about He was six foot seven. So, I mean, you, you think of like Randy Johnson. Guys really tall, could throw really hard. This guy was not that. Uh, Pitch for the Mets, seven years. Let's see if I can get his ERA. Four point three six, yeah, not great. But like, he'd go out every start, go through the first six batters, no problem. This guy out to have a really good start. Seven through the top again, guy falls apart every single time. There's also just like the we should do the one one time too, where it's just like players that were really good but not for your team, 
The White Sox are great for that. I mean, Jimmy Rollins, Kevin Euclid, Manny <laughs> Ramirez, Ken Griffey Jr., Jose you know, Canseco. <laughs> I love Jake Arrieta, but he sucks with the Phillies. <laughs> well, I mean, he had a really good at bat one time live, fouled off like eight straight pitches. He was only good when we went there. <laughs> kind of like a double Herrera. And I got to tell you something, Kyle. Even though that works out for you, I'm still bummed we saw him twice in one season. <laughs> back, back to, to back, back games. <laughs> hey, you guys want to go to like a game with me in April and then another game with me in May? Sure. Hey, Jake Arrieta's pitching both times. Fucking hooray. <laughs> I got to tell you, we, we have like never got a good pitcher. <laughs> we saw Noah once. Did we? Yeah, Zach we, Wheeler considered a good pitcher. Oh yeah, okay. I mean, we saw Zach Wheeler. And oddly too, we usually see them win. Yeah, yeah. I can only think of like a handful of times that they they've lost when we've been there. They Did lost... they lose the Wheeler game? No, no, no. They so. won the Wheeler game. I think they lost that game we went to against. It's the second time. We lost. You you lost the game to the Nationals that we went to, the one where Rendon hit that fucking home run that still hasn't landed yet. <laughs> No, they won that game. Did they? Yeah. Because that was the same game that Vince Velasquez got hurt. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. We lost when, it, when, we, when we saw them play the Twins. Yep. And then they lost. When I was younger, we went to an Angel game that they lost. That's because of Brett Myers, another fucking underperformer, the guy that I like. Um, and we're th- you're three and two for Steelers games, right? Yeah. They lost to the Bengals and the Bears. Yep. They beat the Rams. Rams, beat... Giants, and Ravens. Gotcha. Best game. What do you think was the best game that we went to? The Ravens game. Yeah. Like ben for football, Ball. that Ravens game. Because it was just back and forth. Like the Ravens didn't quit. Like the like the, the Steelers finally took the momentum and then fucking uh, Jacoby Jones was just like, <laughs> I got this. And fucking just brought <laughs> it 108 to the house. I remember because Kendall and Kyle had left. No, Ky- you and Me Jeff. And Jeff. You and Jeff left to go redeem your free thing or whatever, yep. and Jacoby Jones just ripped off this like 105 yard touchdown. I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, had a I that day. the Bears Steelers game was really good until like the last like three minutes of the third quarter. Then the Bears just went on a tear. That was a really close game because I think it was like 14 14 for a long time, and it was, it was very back and forth, like good defensive. And then it I think was, it was Julius Pepper strip sacked Ben for oh, a touchdown, and then it just real opened the long floodgates. strip sack. Yeah, it was like 60 yards, yeah. and then it just opened the floodgates. Uh, I have a really late toast of excellence. Hmm. Uh, to the game that I went to, I, I don't know who I would technically be toasting this to. Uh, I went to go see the Yankees and White Sox on Saturday, which was a fucking shit show, let me tell you. But I got to see my first Grand Slam and my first baseball fight. No punches were thrown, but I still got to see the benches clear. There you go. Who hit the Grand Slam? DJ LeMahieu. DJ LeMahieu. Keuchel's just, Keuchel's done. Yeah, he was pretty rough that game. Do you like Keuchel? Huh? Do you like Keiko? Yeah. Hey, he's right, there you go. He fits. Talk, he's a part of this talk. Oh, I forgot all about this guy. I don't know if he fits the the bill, but do you guys remember Alejandro Diaz? Yeah. <laughs> he was he played for the Mets. Was did he play for the Mets? Yeah. You know, I can't get the headphones on. 
Hey, I thought uh, I thought of another player to go on that. Philip Humber. <laughs> we watched that guy pitch a perfect game with wings over. Yeah. <laughs> We were, supposed to watch a, we were supposed to watch a movie. We were supposed to watch a movie. <laughs> was, I don't think Massey was part of that, was he? I thought he was. Maybe, yeah, I feel like Probably he were. No, because I, I feel like... It was me, Dimitri, Kendall, Joe Buck, Rebecca. I was not there. No, I think you were there, to be honest. Because I think you were there because I wouldn't have gotten wings over with anybody freshman year but you. <laughs> Dimitri didn't uh, know what it was that yet. Because we've done that before, but the only time I can think of we did that was when we watched The Big Lebowski. Well, I think we watched The Big Lebowski after. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe. Because remember we got back and we, we we turned on the TV and the the game was on and we saw that Philip Humbert had a perfect game. We're like, well, we got to see what happens. Yeah. Oh, who's that? Eddie Royal fits your, uh, like the player, but not up to yeah. expectations. Yeah, it's true. Sad but true. <laughs> he was weird because it was like it falls into that. I'm a kick returner. I'm a wide receiver. You know, yeah. I can do. I'm, I'm kind of good at both. But Kyle, yeah. who was that really ugly starting pitcher that played for the White Sox like four or five years ago? The white guy. I think he went to the Roy. I think he was a Royal too. Like Dustin or something. Or hmm. I got this. He had like a really weird face. Like it was not an attractive guy. He had a very unique pitching style. I really liked him, Kyle. Is it this guy? Matt he was Latos? No, not not Matt Latos. Dustin Hampson? No, it might not have been Premier Dustin. I feel like it had a D though. Oh, Derek Holland. So what? Derek oh, Holland. Oh, Derek Holland. Remember him, Kyle? Uh, he's bad. I loved Derek Holland. <laughs> I was so excited when Good we got him, gotcha. just because I loved him. He was so. Ugly though. I would have never Look thought. Look at Derek of. Holland. There's a picture of Derek Holland making such a dumb face. It was when him and Todd Frazier were like best buds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another Met White Sox combo there. That's not that one, but that's a good picture. Paul, remember Diane Visayedo? There you go, right there. Bottom row, second one. The Rangers picture. Yeah, that's a really weird picture. It's such a dumb. It's like a picture. Of, it's like you look it through like a, like a people yeah, of the like hotel, a eye, like yeah. a fish eye glass. <laughs> Okay. Remember Diane Visayedo? Oh yeah. So you look at Derek Khan, you're just like, God, take a shower. I think for for <laughs> for Mox, we're just gonna agree that his favorite underperformer was Greg Bird, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I almost said that name earlier too. You know the worst part is Ashley loved him after his quote unquote rookie year. I got her a jersey. Oh man. What a waste of money. Like, like a real regular jersey. And then he changed his number and then he sucked. Oh, then there's the other guy that you like, uh, Kendall. The third baseman for the White Sox, uh, Kipnis, Jason Kipnis. Uh, uh, um, I'm not Jason Kipnis. Uh, so. Ke- uh, Kepinger. Kepinger, Jeff yeah. Kepinger. Yeah. You're a big fan of Jeff yeah. Kepinger. White Sox have had some pretty whatever third Gordon basemen. Beckham. They had Gordon Beckham. Gordon. They had Co- uh, Connor Gillespie. Gillespie. Yeah, they're at that roster right now. Are you? Yeah, Marcus Simeon's on this team. Oh, Paul, Jordan Danks. Good name. Forgot about Jordan Tanks. There was a great picture. He said, uh, said the Miami Heat ain't doing so hot tonight. Aren't like half of those guys hurt? They might be. Is Jimmy Butler so playing? Huh? Oh. Uh, 18 to 1. Paul, John yeah. Dinks. Oh, John Dinks. Forgot about John Dinks. You guys had two Jay Dinks. And yes, Jimmy Butler is on the court. Got off to a slow start, but we'll see. 
It's going pretty rough right now. Taylor, if I yeah, so how's that Celtics Warriors finals looking? It's not going to be Celtics Warriors. I don't think it's going to be Celtics Warriors. Who do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be the Heat. Okay. I mean, the Heat are up two games, so even if the Celtics win this, they still have to win another game in Miami. What are you looking for, Kendall? There was a great picture of Jeff Kepinger, like in Houston, like his player profile, and it was so funny, and I can't find it now. I remember because I used to see it in like the the two K games. Oh man, it's kind of like this picture, which is like a really <laughs> super serious, but it's not the right one. I mean, most of the drafting I did in those games were just solely on photo alone. Yeah, we know. You're just not good at things. Yeah, that's true. You know. I could never figure out the pitching in that game. Who are we talking about? Kyle. Just in general, me. Kyle, I got I got yeah. a name. Mm-hmm. I also have a name for Kendall. Kendall, how about this name? What's John that? Sammons. Yeah. Kyle, remember AC Law? AC Law. He was a bull. He was super whatever. Yeah. What school did he go to, Kyle? Texas A&M. Yep. You piece of garbage. You're looking it up. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not. You don't believe in God. I believe in you. Nope. I believe in Paul That's... McBeth. Do you, though? Paul McBeth? Like, I try oh, to, like, don't I say that. Never... Kyle, I win. What's up? I forgot all about this guy. I win. Andre Snocioni. Yep. The yeah. Argentine. Look up Andres Nocioni. That guy was so weird. He was like, like he had games where like you thought he was going to be really fucking good, and then the next game he'd go out and just shoot like one for thirty. Oh, and MLB. And uh, MLB. No, yeah. He went to the Jazz. Did he go to the Jazz? Yeah, makes sense. All white people go there. All white, not Americans. <laughs> How do you spell his last name? Uh, N O C I O N E, and I. Sorry, N O C. I O N I. Oh my god. He was also a 76er, Kyle. Was he? Mm hmm. What? 2010, 2011. Played 50, I don't even remember that. Played 54 games. Played his career in Spain. Yeah. He started his career in Spain. Just funny. He was Argentinian. Argentinian, yeah. He was part of that Olympic team that beat USA in 7 2. Mm hmm. Because our star player was Richard fucking Je- Jefferson. I love on all the references sites, they, they list, like, other aliases they have. Like, his, the wild bull of the pop. I was like, I've never heard anyone. Because <laughs> you don't know who that is. <laughs> no, I, I don't know that guy. Great name, though. That's not a good picture of him. There's, he looked, when he was a bull, he wasn't as clean cut. <laughs> He's more, uh emo rock band. Would you say he looked more like the wild bull of the Pompas? Yeah. <laughs> and Noke. Chapu. Watch your mouth. I apologize. Anybody else have any other submissions? No. I mean, I could go on Ch- and on to the Mets. Stedman Bailey. Stedman got sh- shot in the face. He lived, so you can't say him. <laughs> 
That's the criteria, Souls. I'll allow it. Didn't he try to come back? He did. Didn't work. He never made it back, but he tried. Uh, I'd like to make a submission for no quarterback that's ever played for the Bears. Okay. Accepted. The other Adrian Peterson. Oh, can I remember Garrett Wolf? Yeah. Marty Booker. Desmond Clark. Yeah, so Man, many. What a shitty, like, fucking receiving room. What <laughs> Marty Booker name? Who was their leading receiver this year in yards? Their leading receiver in yards of that year was Devin Hester with 612. That's pretty bad. The Bears always amaze me about their ability to produce running backs and then for them to go elsewhere. Like, Cedric Benson, Thomas Jones, it's like... I mean, even Matt Forte had decent years in New York. Yeah. Thomas Jones also go to the Jets, or am I thinking of somebody else? No, he did. He did. You're thinking of Chipper Jones. Did you say Anthony Thomas? He was on. He was one of the Bears running back too, but he was just whatever. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you one one name though that like I agree with what you're saying, but one name I was really I was surprised Jordan Howard never really blew up anywhere else. I thought he would have at least been like a, a starting running back on another team. Yeah, he went to the Eagles to start and then just never did. Well, it's because the mo- Eagles don't implement a one mo- running back team. Right. The Eagles the Eagles want to have three starting running backs and a mobile quarterback at all times. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. The, the Philadelphia There's running back room. Three weeks span every season where Jordan Howard gets like eight touchdowns. <laughs> the Eagles for a little while were running an offense where it was like, okay, we're going to have three running backs that can run 30 yard touchdowns in and a quarterback that's mobile. <laughs> this is going to be super deadly, even though we don't run the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also don't throw it to our backs. <laughs> yeah. Three running backs set, one wide receiver. I bet you can't catch where the ball's going. <laughs> Oh, it's a fumble. Fantasy owners hate him for this simple yeah. trick. Deshaun Jackson down the sidelines. <laughs> Pretty good. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Hey, Kyle. Yeah. Fuck you. All right, man. Kyle. Hey. You had a segment you wanted to talk about, too, didn't you? Yeah. Did you do any homework? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, my segment was just bad contracts. Like Albert Hainswitz submitted. Okay, talk about it, dude. Albert Hainsworth might be the worst free agent signing in history. Um, I believe it was $112 million at the time, which was the richest contract ever. And he only played 20 games. So it was, yep. it's so interesting for Hainsworth because had a decent, you know, stint with Tennessee. Um, Kind of, I mean, for his bill, for his position, would you guys say that you kind of slightly overweight? I mean, just marginally, you know, he wasn't like a super athletic guy, but was dominant well, enough. His job just to take up blockers. Yeah, I mean, but like I think of like a like a Vince Wilfork. I mean, that guy was just kind of like a everything. Right. I mean, I think Hainsworth was like a little bit more dominant than that. And then come free agent time, you know, Washington's like, hey, 
we're going to throw a bunch of money at you. And it's just so funny. Like, of course, that's the team to do it. Washington always overpays oh, for always. shitty stars. Remember when they paid a 36-year-old Deion Sanders? Yeah. Yeah, that was really weird when that happened. I mean, one, I'll submit that, like, there's still time to be proven wrong on it. But I know I'll get some flack for it from Kyle. But, but yes. I, was, I wasn't really thrilled when the contract was given. And realistically, oh, like, the hype Kindle. hasn't been, like, super lived up to. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you, Paul. I mean, like, last year he made up for it because his batting average was so abysmal, but he, like, walked, like, every game at least once, which, so at least he got on base, but, like... Was that his first major contract? Uh, no. No, I think he had, he had one, like, a three- or four-year deal with... Uh, because yeah. he was a brewer to start. Yeah. Listen, I didn't. This is Grandal never... we're talking about, right? Grandal, yeah. yeah. Grandal was, was always good defensively, but he is what he is offensively. Well, the thing was though is like, but like, but he he is what he is, but he was still like, like he he was what he was offensively, but he was still a twenty five home run guy. Like, now he's like now, right? Like now he's just like it's kind of like whatever. I mean, like. It's just it, it's it's been more it's more noticeable from the standpoint of like you don't have uh like everybody's not firing on all cylinders yet yeah yeah I mean to your point I think there is time to kind of like you know write write the ship it's just I think the anticipation is oh there's gonna be like a, a huge injection you know to, to your lineup um. But we'll see. Uh, I was talking on the phone with Kyle, and we both agreed that Brock Osweiler Osweiler has to be on the list. Um, to my dismay, I liked him. I thought he was going to be much better than he ended up being. Hysterical contract. You know, it, there was a in a, like eight games. Well, it was so weird because in that span where you know Manning was kind of hurt, and you know they, they made it to the playoffs and. Like Oswell, he he managed the team. He he held it down. He he played well enough that I thought, like, hey, here's a guy that he he's learning under a great quarterback. He'll be able to take these tools and, and go be a starter. And I I just assumed he would stay in Denver. Sure enough, he didn't. Went to Houston. Was it say seventy two million dollars? Yeah. And then just it didn't pan out. He went to what the Dolphins after and, and whatnot. What do you guys think about like the older players getting the big deals in baseball? Like Albert Pujols' deal from the Angels, Miguel Cabrera's deal with the Tigers. So Pujols was very disappointing. But I mean, so was Miggy. Yeah, I mean, th- I think the only thing I would say different about you got to keep in mind, it, it, Miggy signed his deal in 2017 for eight years, 250 million dollars. And in the first year, he hit 15 home runs and wasn't hurt. Yeah, I mean the length of that contract is like, surprising. Right, I'm saying like it's just like such a bad, like it's such a big deal. We see it all the time, like older guys because they're so they were so good. Like you're seeing it a lot in baseball. Like you know, like here's an eight year deal. We're hoping to first four amazing, and yeah. we're willing to eat the other four. The only thing I would say for Cabrera would be that like he was like already established guy, like looking just to kind of play out his career in in Detroit. That, that that's something I could think of. I do agree that the, the numbers kind of don't make any sense, but they took care of their guy. It's not like he went somewhere else and and, and got that deal. Unlike Pujols, who 
kind of went that well, route. Was, like, was 31 when he signed that deal, right? I think so. So he had like two or three or four prime years left. I'm a big fan and, like, of the blue and orange making a big mistake. Oh, what's true? The Knicks. Oh, the turn with the Mets. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> like, it has what? to do with the Mets, though. Oh. On two, in 2016, the Nets signed uh, Joakim Noah to a four-year $72 million deal. Uh, on yeah. Bobby Bonilla Day, uh, <laughs> that uh, that works out perfect. I, I gotta tell you, that guy's agent deserves to be in a Hall of Fame class of his own. You know what's crazy about that deal? That he's making one million dollars every year until twenty thirty five. Yes, I agree with that part. That's not what I'm saying. the The point is like how different the contracts are now, because his deal was only five years for twenty nine million dollars. But, like, good on them for, like, all right, every year instead of just paying it all at once. I have to wonder if, like, every year, like, the Mets legal team is, like, searching for, like, like a loophole in the contract just somewhere. <laughs> they scour line by line, like, oh, we can't figure it out. I mean, I think we know what the two worst in basketball are, though, Kyle. Timothy Mozgov? No, I think worse than that. The Timberwolves-Wiggins deal? John Wall? And the John Wall deal. Ah, look at me. I even got it. What was the Wiggins deal? Like, I think it was like five for 147. Wow. But yeah, like, Wiggins, that was after his rookie I year, mean, like, right? he's, he's doing okay in, like, in Golden State, but, like, he, he's he was never he's never been what he was supposed to be. No. And John Wall's just getting, continuously getting paid to not play. <laughs> hey, he had that really cool dance in college. That's what they're paying him for. Yeah, P- Pujols was 32 when he signed a 10-year, $240 million deal. Yeah, and I get those mm-hmm. killer long contracts. I'd like to make another submission from the New York squads. What do you got? Seven years, 143 mil for Jacoby Ellsbury. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't really kind of pan out like that. That didn't pan out day one. Yeah. <laughs> that I was a, a bad contract opening day. I have a submission. Go ahead. Steven Strasburg, seven years, $245 million. Nah, he was really Since- good. They won a World Series. Since he signed that contract, he's only had seven starts and only pitched in 26 innings. But won a World Series. Yeah, that was after the contract, though. That was before the contract. <laughs> well, which one is it, man? Uh, before the contract. But, but listen, I, I get You it. just he, hate he, Steven Strasburg. It's all there is to it. No, it's the fact that he's always been injured and they're paying a guy that always got injured $245 million. It's not even start a game for that in the last two years. I will forever be like puzzled by the Seattle Cano deal. Like that just, <laughs> just baffled me. Ten years. I didn't know. I didn't know a thing about baseball at that point. And I remember Bruce just being like, "Good, fuck him." Like, let's see, what was it? I went to the Ducks. Ducks signing Ryan Kessler to six years, forty-two mil. I th- I called that one when it happened that that wasn't going to work out for them. And what about what about when the Cardinals signed Emmett Smith? He was like forty at that point. So I know was that like what... was that like an outrageous deal? I thought that was just to, like, for him to stay active. And... It was two years, thirty six million dollars. Oh well, uh, it was more than I thought. What were his stats though? Uh, I think he rushed. He played only a couple of games that year. Let's see. Give me a second. 
And I can never remember. Did he go there and then come back well, to Dallas? Well, remember, yes. Remember though. He retired in Dallas. Remember though, it's not what? that it, it. It's not that it turned out to be a bad deal. It's that you thought it was a bad deal when it happened. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody thought it was a bad deal when it happened. Well, I mean, the guys in Arizona were probably pretty stoked. <laughs> yeah. So we have a good 2003, one. 2003, he rushed. Uh, he played in five or ten games. Rushed 90 times for 256 yards. Uh, and that was good for 2.8 a carry. And then 2004, he played in 15 games, rushed 267 times for 937 yards, which is good for 3.5 a carry. So he rushed for almost 1,000 yards at 100 years old? I mean, yeah, but he was their only offense. Still. Makes it that um, much harder. I have two names on here. The Ryan Kessel. Uh, Mike Hampton signed a uh, Mark eight-year, $121 million deal with the Rockies. His ERA with the Rockies was like 6.1. Yeah, his career there. there. Yeah, but did you say it was a bad deal when it happened? My dad, I talked to my dad about it. He said yes. Yeah, but your dad thinks everything's because, a bad deal. Because you don't, as a pitcher, especially when they first became an did organization. People, did people think the Dami Asimov deal was a bad one when he signed? Where Philadelphia? No, because he was in the league. Was he still good? When he signed that deal with the Eagles, he was considered like the best corner in the league. Gotcha. What about Nick Foles signing with the Jaguars for ninety million dollars? Yeah, Jaguars are dumbasses. Every free agency decision that Matt Nagy made, <laughs> all of them. Uh, let's see. See, I wish I could remember what we said when Foles signed that deal because I'm sure it was Everybody probably. Shut up. But I mean, I'm sure it was kind of like a, a split room because, like, yeah, he, he's a guy. He came in like, hey. Congrats, you won the Super Bowl. It was kind of by chance. Um, but I don't know. I, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. He got he got hurt right off the bat. But like week two. But I, mean, I didn't think, oh, he was going to go out and suck. My thing with that that contract, and I remember, I remember thinking this and saying it, was that, like, the Jaguars have been in this proverbial position for a long time where it's like they have to spend a certain amount of money, so it's like whatever. Like, go out and do it. Front load the fucking guaranteed money. And it's like if he sucks, then whatever. Like you, if he's if your quarterback sucks, you're gonna suck anyway. And if he goes out and plays out of his mind, then he was worth every penny. It's like you know what I mean. Like yeah. like it's not like they had like it, it'd be different if they had like it'd be different if like the you know I'm trying to think of a team that has like decent weapons, but like whatever is like kind of whatever at quarterback. The Browns. No, like the the Seahawks. Like the Seahawks are in that position okay. this year, where it's kind of like. You know, like if they went out and spent ninety million dollars on a kind on like a Nick Foles, it would be like, a, well, what are you doing? You're wasting all these fucking dudes. I mean, like the Drew Lock thing, they're not paying a lot for Drew Lock, so it doesn't, you right. know, it's not different. But like, like if they went out and they were just like, oh, hey, we'll 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 trade for Baker and give him a fucking sixty million dollar two year extension, it'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what, you, you not only is that like such a ballsy move, but you're potentially wasting all this other talent on your team. Like I got the, a fun one. the Jaguars didn't have any talent to waste. Right. That's fair. CM Punk going to MMA. I couldn't tell you anything about it. I uh, went 0-2, got 
two million dollars for fighting him. But was it a bad deal when it happened? That's the thing. Know. It's got to be a bad deal when it happened. It couldn't. It's not because we could. I mean, we can we can play armchair quarterback on bad deals that like you know didn't pan out well. Right. That guy could do that forever. Right. That did produce a very yep. funny picture of Triple H smiling next to the the te- television. We're gonna have that. That's very funny. What about the Chris Davis deal? Yeah, the Orioles. Because he was a one-year wonder. <sighs> was it right and after that one year? And then he went on to have worst slump of anybody for baseball. But was that like right after the one-year wonder? Mm-hmm. So then I don't, I don't know. Like, would you? Would, I don't know if any, you know, would you have said it was a bad deal? I would have. No, you wouldn't have. Because I would have because he wasn't in, in Texas. It's trash. Yeah, but if he's just if you signed that deal with the Phillies, you'd have been in. No. Yeah. The problem is, especially with a team like Baltimore, who's been bad for a very long time, when they have like that spark of greatness, they want to snatch it up and strike while iron's hot. The and problem with Chris Davis was that there was a black Chris Davis. <laughs> You're not going to be the better Chris Davis in that situation. Sorry. <laughs> you know, if we're talking hockey, sure. A white PK Subban comes in the league, man, watch out. <laughs> that guy's going to be real good. How's he doing in Wayfall? Whatever. Is he still like whatever now? Yeah. Uh, let's see. How about the deals that Sam Bradford signed with the Cardinals? Yeah. All, um, all of Kirk Cousins' deals. <laughs> I mean, the whole Bradford thing is just so hilarious because we've known – the, the, the track record was pretty much bad right off, right yeah. off the bat, and it just kept happening over and over and over. That dude's agent also belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yep. He had talent. He just always got hurt. Isn't it yep. also funny that Kirk Cousins' most money he made in a single year of football was on a second franchise tag by Washington? <laughs> yes. So funny. I think that's the only time I've ever seen someone second franchise tag. Yeah, I can't think of another time. It was the second time. Massey, was he that bad for the Rams? No, he was really good. Bradford? Yeah. Uh, oh, here's one that we all forgot about. Cespedes for the Mets. Yeah. Now, I remember when I you guys did. traded for him. From, I, the, from the A's, right? No, he went to, no, the, he went to the Red Sox from the A's. Yeah, you signed yeah it was that was, weird period of time. He went, from the Red so- the, he went from the A's to the Red Sox, then you guys signed him. Wasn't yep. he your leadoff hitter for a while? He so oh no that Curtis Granderson was your lead off no yeah Granderson led off it, sometimes him and Cespedes played at the same time right yeah I I remember I always hated Cespedes because he wore a fucking he wore a gray orange and blue jersey and a neon green shooting yeah. sleeve so I never thought and I didn't think it was gonna be a bad signing it was it was yet one of those times where the Mets make this big splash and I thought hey you know this may, may help us and it just didn't pan out well so. the Mets for a while too have been like home run or nothing and Cespedes was a perfect fit right. for that. Because he was going to give you a home run or nothing. Yeah. So well, he you was. Guys should, you guys should have signed Adam Dunn. Fuck his teammates. <laughs> so, he was good for the Mets until he just said, "You know what? Fuck my teammates." Yeah. So I mean, for the criteria, I didn't think it was a bad signing at the time, and I mean, they they went to the World Series. You know, it didn't didn't work out, but so I, I don't think it was a waste. It was just it was a big contract, and he didn't finish it. Max Scherzer. <laughs> It's he so funny. Be. It's so funny. It might be. He's missing two months. Just like everything we said, guy goes to the Mets, gets hurt. 
You know, I, I completely forgot that him and Justin Verlander shared a fucking bullpen. Yeah. Not crazy. Could you imagine, like, what could have been? Imagine what that team could have been if they had kept both of them. Now, Kyle, you remember, the Tigers went to the World Series. Were they both on that roster? Yeah, they had five Cyan winners in that rotation. Right, so, and I remember the reason, not the sole reason, but one of the reasons they lost that World Series is the, the pitching couldn't field. They did, like, a really terrible job. Do you remember that? They won a World like Series. The pitching? The pitchers couldn't feel? The pitchers, like, you know, routine plays, like, like yeah, they were, they, back. Yeah, they were screwing up on tap backs and stuff. Stuff like that, and yeah. They gave up, like, four infield singles to back to the pitcher in, like, the World Series. Because you had, you had Verlander and Scherzer, David Price, Rick Priscello, and Robbie Ray. Yeah, I can see that. That's another one of them that's fucking overpaid. Rick Robbie. Priscello. He was also a Red Sox, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, but that was only, what, like a two-year deal for the Mets? Yeah, but you gave him a lot of money to do no, nothing. I, I don't I don't disagree. I just, it wasn't like a terribly long contract. Yeah, but you stretched it out over eight years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I compared it with Bobby Vinny's deal. The Knicks are still paying Joakim Noah until next year. Are they really? Yeah, they stretched it out to next year. That's funny. <laughs> so what do you know that? Clipper, too. Who? Noah. He was a Grizzly. Grizzly, a Clipper. But didn't it. he start playing good for the Timberwolves again because he had Tom Thibodeau? Was it the Timberwolves that he, go, that he went to or was it the Grizzlies? They went to both. I, don't, I think it was the Grizzlies. It was the Grizzlies. They had him, I played it with him in 2K. <laughs> it's a good basis to go off of. Yeah, he was a grizzly and a neck and a bull and a clipper. The little man that just couldn't figure it out again. Yeah, like the minute he left Chicago, he was just like not good anymore. He was on, um, was he in a, a college championship? Did he play for Florida? Florida. Florida. Him and Ronnie yeah. Brewer. Good name. Corey Brewer, Al Horford. Karan Butler. No. Yes. You know where Cron Butler went. Texas A&M. The state you live in. Oh, that's right. He went to Choate. <laughs> Choate you. Home of the Fighting Wallingforders. Home of the Fighting Wallingforders. Gross. That sounds like something that family guy would come up with. Yeah, Joakim Noah was on that team. He, they won back-to-back championships. It was the only two they've ever won. 06 and 07. Yeah, because it was it was Noah Brewer, Horford, Lee Humphrey, and I think Torian Green. I think those were the five. Good for you for knowing Lee Humphrey. Yeah, he's the all time he's the all time leader in three pointers made in NCAA tournament history. Torian Green was also in the NBA for like thirteen seconds. Yeah, he was like very Hashim Tabidish. And Corey Brewer was. The ten day contract guy. Yeah, he played. I'm pretty sure. T- I think he was drafted by Portland, and then he played like with the Nuggets, and then that was it. <laughs> Actually, if I remember correctly, I think Torian Green like just retired last year, <laughs> overseas. Tell you what, though, that guy won a Polish league championship. I remember that. 
from time to time, I like to like look at like the overseas roster just to see who's there. Yeah, it's interesting. Like I saw Josh Boone's name <laughs> playing. What the fuck? Josh Boone sucked. Josh Boone <laughs> sucked as a fucking husky. I don't know why everyone was so on his dick. Because he was seven feet tall and white. He was mixed, man. His dad was black. I tell you what's very funny though. I saw this post the other day where it was like, "There's always bigger fish to fry," and it was like Kevin Hart with the Rock, and then mm-hmm. it was Rock with the, it was the Rock with the big with like Schwarzenegger and everybody else. Yeah, it was the Rock with no, because the Rock's bigger than Schwarzenegger. No, he's not. Is he not? I thought I think the Rock. Uh, t- maybe I'm misremembering. Hold on, let's see. I thought the Rock was tall. Rock's like six six, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's oh. pretty tall. But it was like the Rock. The, it was with the Rock was with. Somebody. Shaq and... Shaq and Charles? No, he was with somebody else. Like, it was just The Rock was in a... It was, no, it was just Kevin Hart with The Rock. Then it was a picture of The Rock with somebody else. Then it was that person with Shaq, that person with Yao Ming. And then somebody comes and was like, I noticed you didn't find a picture with Yao Ming and somebody else. <laughs> Does that mean he's the biggest fish to fry? <laughs> there you go, Kyle. That's a guy you can put on your hate list. You hated Yao Ming. Yeah, he wasn't good. Yao Ming was good, Kyle. You're so wrong in that. Every time. You're so wrong. He just didn't have a long career, but he was very good. Yeah, until Steve Francis left. No, Kyle, until, like, his giganticism got a hold of him. And he couldn't fucking walk. What about another guy that left the team and then just died? Who, Steve Francis? Yeah. I saw this thing the other day, too. It was a post of uh, who would win. It was, like, all black, all red, and all yellow and like so like the black team was um it was like ai it was ai Dwayne wade uh tim duncan david robbins robertson and jimmy butler maybe and then the all yellow team was uh curry kobe lebron shack and clay that team and then the all red team was Jordan Pippen, uh, Rockets T Mac, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Wilt. That team, uh, yeah, <laughs> that team. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like I saw the all yellow team first. I had the same exact mass. I had the same exact response as mass. I was like, "Well, this team. I mean, I mean, I know Jordan's coming up, but like this team." And then I was like, "Oh." I forgot that Wilt played for the Philadelphia Warriors and they wore red. <laughs> Yikes. I tell you what, could you imagine fucking trying to drive the lane with Wilt and Elijah Wan down there? <laughs> Fuck that. Die. Playing with 1980s and 1990s rules. Go up, get smacked down. I mean, they would all lose because they would all be like, oh, we're going to win. It's five on four. And then Jordan's like, yeah, but Wilt's fucking your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Daniel Tosh bit about LeBron. It's so funny. He was talking about how like how like how they crucified LeBron when he left Cleveland. He was like, he's like this eighteen year old billionaire. You forget he was a billionaire at eighteen because he looked forty when he was five. <laughs> and he goes, all he wanted to do was leave this shitty city. And guess what? He's not even from the shitty. He's from Akron, a shittier city. <laughs> and guess what? He's from the shitty part of the shittier city. That's so good. 
Anybody want to do? Anybody got a draft? Well, I think Kendall had something else he wanted to do. Yeah, I uh, had a game. In, in, I don't know how mass you will fare. I think you'll like this. Okay. Uh, so I think here's the thing: Mass might not do very well at it, but Mass can play it because he knows the characters. Yeah, that's true. So he can always he can still give guesses based off of what he knows of the characters. So, um, Mighty what, Ducks quiz. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> we on the show are are big fans of Huge Family homos. Guy. Huge oh. yeah. <laughs> uh, We watch a lot of Family Guy in our day, um, and. What I'd like to do Speak is... for yourself. I watched one Family Guy episode 300 times. Well, You've seen more than that episode. Right. I mean, we've, it's kind of just like a background show and for even literally ever. And even if you've only seen that episode, every character in the series is on that episode pretty much. <laughs> Except my favorite. Who's your favorite? Grease Up Deaf Guy? Oh, Carl. Yeah. Carl was in that episode. I know. I just said that. <laughs> I was like, Carl was in that episode, Kyle. <laughs> So, uh, we're going to go through... I thought uh, it was Hubert, or whatever the old man was. Herbert. Herbert. Henry Winkler. Yeah. Remember the episode where they uh, they do the every pizza place bit oh. when it's snowing outside, though? And Herbert has like all the snow leading up to his candlelit bedroom? <laughs> you know my favorite scene in the family, guys? Is it the one where Herbert, where they're back from the 9-11 memorial, and Herbert left all the voicemails for Chris? I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no. Remember the frog in the lake? Oh, yeah, that's oh, a good one. Also, I'm also a big fan too of the one where they had like the the witness thing. Like you know how like they black out a witness so you don't see who it is, and it's Kermit the Frog. Justin <laughs> <laughs> so, Farland does a good Kermit. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. when he. Uh, did you see when he hosted SNL? His monologue. Yeah, He's so good. He nailed it. Actually, you know who life. else does a really good Kermit? Kyle. Vito. Shane Top. Does he? Yeah. Smosh guy. Ah. I, I said Vito. Our friend Vito, yeah, he's got a decent, nah. decent Kermit. He does a good guy lost in Orchard. Yes, he does. He's pretty much uh, the, the main character in that. Uh. Mm-hmm. All right, what's the game there, Face so, Clown? I'm going to give a quote. You're going to identify who says it for a point. If you don't get it, it's just going to move on to the next person. Uh... If you get it right, what's that? You going in order or do you got like buzz in? Uh, no, no. We're going to just go in order. So I figure we'll just go Riddler, you, Mass, you know, in, in that in that trio. And so you get a point if you can name who said the quote. And then you get an additional point if you can kind of give context. Give, give some context. It doesn't have to be like what the episode is. It's kind of like what's going on right. in, in the scenario. So, so are these all like season 12 and earlier? So it's uh it's because I haven't kept up with my recent family. No, it, it's a lot of early stuff. Okay, it's a lot of early stuff. I, I got a fairly big list here, um, and I don't want them to all be like giveaways. So I'm gonna try to. First one is everybody pee <laughs> now. I'm gonna try to find something here that's you know. You ruin a pizza like a you ruin a salad like a pizza, please. Oh, uh, answer is Will Ferrell Black Knight. <laughs> and then we can, we can also we can talk about like you know. The scene or whatever, if you know, if it tickles our fancy. Hmm. Fuck up! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Paul said it, not me. What's that movie that Martin Lawrence is in? A lot of movies that Martin Lawrence the, is in. No, the the night though, the night one. He falls like in the magic portal. Um, but what? Will Ferrell though. Kyle said the Dark Knight, and I, could, I didn't even think of it. 
I don't know. Uh, it sounded like Will Ferrell. You right. said Martin Lawrence. Uh, it's called Beach Bum, it looks like. Nope. No, Black Knight. Black Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Right, the first <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, that movie where he falls in a magic portal and goes to a renaissance thing? Beach Bum. Bad Boys 4, Beach Bum. Return of Beach Bum. All right, this first quote is for you, Paul. All right. You know, you're doing a great job, Chris. Why don't you jerk the rest of the day off? Uh, I'm going to go with who is Peter Griffin? No. Yeah, I don't know. Who is... Oh, what's his fucking name? Lois's father, Carter Pewterschmidt. Nope. <laughs> oh. That's funny. Because <laughs> I was picturing Kyle to say, like, oh, what's his name? Oh, Brian. <laughs> Matthew, you still there? Yeah. Um... All right, the guesses that were uh... made was I said Peter and Kyle said Bonnie. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Tell you what, though. For a cartoon character, I think Bonnie's pretty hot. Can I get a guess cause, or a hint because I'm at a disadvantage if I ask a question? Yes, this character is on Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> is it a main character? I can't tell you. Alright. Um, Mort. Incorrect. Put your Mort say that? That'd be so funny. Uh, so since there's no points, can I take a second guess? Yeah, we'll go around. Glenn Quagmire? Glenn Quagmire is correct. Uh, Alright. Why did I um, now, do, do you remember the kind of the scene? Is it the one where Chris is trying to date the veterinarian girl and Quagmire gives him help? So, I don't believe it's that same episode, but it's the episode where Chris needs a job, and so he becomes Quagmire's like, personal assistant. Uh, and he's okay. like booking the dates and all that. I, I won't take the point, though, because it was a second guess. What'd you got there? I did get there. I knew it was Peter or Quagmire. Nobody else. Thought it was Carter. No, because Kendall wouldn't be able to refrain from saying it in his worst <laughs> Carter voice possible. You know what the problem right, is? is Kyle, Kendall tries to do a really good Carter Peter Schmidt, but it always comes out kind of Dr. Hartman y. <laughs> All right, so I'll see if I get one for it's you. It's kind of lazy sounding. <laughs> well, I, I loved when they addressed it in the episode. That was so funny. My son in law says that we have kind of the same voice. Oh, you know, I never thought of it, but I kind of hear it now. It sounds kind of lazy. <laughs> All right. This is for you, Kyle. This is for you, Kyle. I'm waiting here. All right, here we go. Peter, what the hell? You chose a turkey for me? I almost died. Brian Griffin. That is correct. Peter Griffin. Thanksgiving episode. Peter Griffin's response, I swear to God, I thought dogs could breathe underwater. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. So dumb. I swear to God, I thought dogs could breathe underwater. <laughs> they just crashed a car into the lake. It's like it's like vulgar that we know yeah. that like how well close we know them. All right, so, so Ky- the- yes, I'll give- Kyle gets two points. All right. Dose points for the Souls Man. Let's see. What are you looking up these quotes on IMDb? Nah, just uh, hundred plus best Family Guy quotes. Uh-huh. Just. The problem is they want to have just all just dead giveaways. So, is this going to Paul next, or is it yeah. wrapping back around to Kyle? No, it's no, you. It's you. You missed. It's your turn. It's my turn? Yep. Oh, yeah. All right. 
You gonna give an answer? I didn't hear the question yet. Oh, he already did it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Close your purse. I can see your tampons. And why do you need six? What happens to you? Uh. Hmm. I think I know it. I'm between one of two people. I'm between Peter or Stewie. I'm going to go Stewie. Stewie is correct. Now, do you have any context? Eh, no, not at all. All right, so I flip it to Paul. If you can think of... I don't know what this is from. No? This is the scene where uh, they're getting ready for... Well, Kyle, Kyle can guess it. Oh, Kyle, do you want to guess? Can you repeat the quote? Close your purse. I can see your tampons. And why do you need six? What happens to you? So they were in the grocery store. Got a head shake. And, and she met... Uh, like that meant you were wrong. Uh, incorrect. Damn. I would have also said grocery store, though. <laughs> In the beginning of, uh, remember Brian's play that he put on? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like the opening sequence of that. Mm. All right. Some last place here. Got to step it up. <laughs> this is a funny quote, but it would just be a dead giveaway. I'm just going to read this one out loud for fun. Lois, if God wanted me to... Sn- <laughs> Lois, if God wanted me to not sleep with my wife, he would have made me John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> he would have made me John Travolta. That's funny. Do you think Massey's favorite bit is the one where uh, they're doing like that BDSM roleplay and Peter's like, I'm going to use my helm of disintegration. <laughs> I've never actually seen that bit. Oh, uh, no. the, the the pizza one is still pretty funny. Uh, he There's does like this one... bit, and she's like, Lois is like, you can't use the helm of disintegration and <laughs> like a whatever, like a three. And he's like, oh, I'm a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. YouTube. Yeah, I'm gonna give three I extra hit points to my disintegration. It's just funny because like right when he says the wrong thing, Lois is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Paul. Oh, Alright, then I'm a black guy. <laughs> Here's a good one. You members of the human race have the power to send a man to the moon and make Justin Long a movie star. With that kind of willpower, don't you think you just learn how to put the bottle down just sometimes? Well, you said human race, which means it's an animal, but I don't think. I think it. I don't, I don't. Kyle, you know this one? I don't remember, but I'm trying to think. Say one right. more time. Right, I'll say what we're talking about. I'm going to give you the response, too. Okay. But you just need, you know, you just did the, yeah, yeah. you members of the human race have the power to send a man to the moon and make Justin Long a movie star. See, I can picture that, that the Justin <laughs> Long line. <laughs> with that kind of willpower, don't you think you can learn to put the bottle down just one more, just sometimes? We did it with Justin Long, didn't we? America said no, but we kept at it. That's Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't begin to describe how wrong this bit is, and it infuriates me. We did it with just Long, didn't we? I can picture it. Is it death? It's death. Nice. Is, okay. it, it... is it is it the one where Peter crashes his car and uh like he, he, he like uh it's like the one where like they have like Peter Frampton play the song. It's that yeah, episode, right? They they kind of like take Lois him. finds him on the golf course and he got struck or he got struck by lightning, that's what it was. Struck by lightning on the golf course on his anniversary. Yeah, they kinda yeah. take him through all Lois that. Lois comes to confront him and then Peter Frampton's like Baby the way yeah. you are. <laughs> 
uh, Death, I need you to do one more. Peter Frampton. <laughs> no, not my time. <laughs> Two points. <laughs> All right, let's see. <laughs> we did it with Justin Long. <laughs> so funny. And the, the best part is, is like, he sucks. I do like Accepted, I like though. Justin Long. I like Accepted and Dodgeball. Oh, I like Waiting. All right, Justin Long. You win, <laughs> you win this one. All right, we're going for souls here. He was good in Jeepers Creepers, too. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Shut up, Kyle. All right, so I'm, I occasionally, before bed, need a good laugh. So I, there's... <laughs> if I'm going to go to sleep, I need to be laughing. <laughs> there's a video on YouTube that I watch. It's just Family Guy funny moments for 30 minutes, and I get a good chuckle out of it. You watch the same uh, one of my video? favorite bits that always, huh? You watch the same video? I don't watch it often, but oh. it's thirty minutes of laughs. Um, there's a good, there's a good bit in it where uh, all the guys are in uh, a prison line, and the warden uh, keeps threatening to smack Peter, and then they start uh, hitting Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good bit. Ooh, what are you gonna do about it? And they hit Peter. like, all right, I'll stop. <laughs> That was a pretty good. I think that's the same episode. It's like, uh, I think this is where they're singing the song, uh, "Gonna Save Miss Eliza, Gonna Go to Mississippi." That's the same one too, where they're where they're in the <laughs> they're in the closet, and Peter's pretending to be the sheriff's wife. He goes, "Wait a minute, I don't have a wife." <laughs> when they're in the boat, and like the, uh, not how it goes. It didn't sound good. I'll turn this boat around. Oh, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the slave ship. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Hey. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Ken. All so right. Sick. All right. Do you know the story of how cornmeal was invented? <laughs> Neither did the mill worker when he went to work that day. Oh, I know that one. Was that the cow? Nope. I'm thinking of the one episode. I don't think I'm right, though. The one where they're breaking the cow out? Yeah. Massey, any guesses? I don't know this character because I do not recognize. I, my guess would be Peter. This is this is one that's a little bit tougher. This is kind of a more abstract... Well, Paul fucking knows it, so... I don't Give know the premise, Paul. but I know, I, know, I know the character. Got a stab at it? Me? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Buzz Killington. Buzz Killington. I know that. That's a Kendall classic right there. I've never heard. I mean, of I know version. they're in the bar because that's where most of the Buzz Killington scenes yeah. take place. But I don't know what the premise of the episode would be. So the premise would be when they're they're looking for their new friend when they're going to eventually have Jerome oh, and they're okay. like auditioning and they're just oh there. okay yeah yeah. <laughs> that when Joe got his legs. No, 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 that's a different episode. That because Cleveland was on this one. This one was like when they had lost Cleveland. They're trying yeah. to find a new oh. a new friend. Yeah. And they had Jerome, and then that's when Jerome like was like in Lois. Yeah, uh, Buzz Killington's one of my favorite characters. Just like he's only in, like in like four episodes, maybe. Buzz but... Killington and James Bottomtooth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so we'll give Paul the point there. I haven't been keeping track of the scores. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's just fun. We're just having right. fun. That's all that matters. All right. So it's to me now. No, it's to Massey. To Massey. All right. Massey, we're going to give you uh, basically a gimme right here. Okay. Are you ready? I mean, you, you You might even cut me off. Lois, 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 
Lois, mom, 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 mommy, yeah, mommy, I'll cut you off. mommy, mama, mama, mom. I'll cut mom. you off. Okay. What? It's <laughs> hi, hi. <laughs> now, do you do you know the premise of that episode? Mom, mommy, mama. I don't know the premise of the episode. No. Is it the one where Stewie wants Lois to like, uh, like punish him more? No, I think I know the premise. So hold on, I mean, Kyle, what, what what do you think it is? So the episode where Lois took Stewie to the pool, and like he blew up the thing, and he ended up oh, he like yeah. went back in time yeah. to save himself. Yeah, that's when he, then, he becomes very clingy. And then he got real attached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You're right, Kyle. I got three points. <laughs> All right. To you, Paul, right? Yeah. Let's see. Well, I scored 3 3 2, if anybody wanted to know. All right. This might be a gimme, but it's a great, great line. Chris, find yourself a girl who smokes. Remember, if she smokes, she pokes. What? <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, it sounds like Quagmire. But I'm going to go with Peter. Not Peter. Is it Quagmire? I would... <laughs> You're up. Uh... What did you say? Can you repeat the quote? No. Oh. Chris, find yourself a girl who smokes. Remember, if she smokes, she pokes. Is it Brian? Nope. Should have said fucking Quagmire. I know who it is. Massey? I feel like Quagmire is too obvious. It wouldn't be Stewie because he doesn't usually make those kind of jokes. It's not Meg, because Meg's not funny. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> I'm going to pretend you're the New York Knicks. <laughs> so gross. Um, Do we walk in there doing the butt floss? <laughs> <laughs> is it Lois? It is Lois. Oh, wow. I, I couldn't give you any kind of context. <laughs> I mean, truth be told, the, the only context really is... Chris like asking like you know to to date girls and whatnot. Um, so the episode where like Peter showed made Meg, Peter showed Meg how to like please a guy, and Chris showed Lois showed. Chris I think how they, to... I think they split. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't the episode with the doll that he made. Oh no, That's... <laughs> that was a fucked up episode. Um, I'm what I'm just skipping through that video I was talking about earlier. Got a pretty good chuckle of uh, Lois's book club, and Peter goes, <gasps> it snaps his neck and just falls to the ground. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. <laughs> hey, we're all set up at three here, folks. Uh, who's up? Paul. Right. Oh, that's a funny bit. Uh, Peter and Stewie have measuring condos. Stupid game, anyway. (laughs) 
Here's a good one. Heavens, it appears my wee wee has been stricken with rigor mortis. I already know that one. Stewie? It's Stewie. Oh, so the wee wee yeah. kind of gave it away. Yeah. yeah. Heavens. Also heavens, because nobody else ever fucking <laughs> says that. Do you kind of remember the premise of the episode, or is it the one where he um? Oh, is I think I goes back in time and sees his mother. She's Lois as a baby. So, I believe it's the one with Ladon. Oh. Ladon! Yeah, it is that one. <laughs> also, the Is only... that the neighbor girl next door or whatever? That was the babysitter that he made the playlist for. Yeah. Also, oh, the only time ever I've heard that name. Ladon. Ever. Ladon. I can't think of any other time I would have heard that name. Souls? Yep. Ladon. <laughs> I this is, <laughs> I can't give you this one kind, but it's just a funny line I want to read. You want you want to talk about awkward moments? Once during sex, I called Lois Frank. You're a movie, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> You're a movie, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> let's see there's a bit where uh, Peter, Peter is in the Apollo 13 launch room he's like alright we're going to do all this shit for the families to get them over the fact that their husband said sir I think we might have a way to get them back is it hard <laughs> maybe yeah we're already going in this direction You're going to tell me my quote, dude? I know. I want to give you another, like, a dead giveaway. Bum, bum, beat em, bum, 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 Disturbia... It wouldn't it be kind of fun instead of Serbia they sang in Serbia? Nobody? No? Well, that would take at least Paul. Paul's not here right now. Oh, where'd he go? He, uh, he, he told us to leave our name, number, and, and leave a message after the beep. Where did he actually go, though? No, I'm right here. I have no. Oh, then why didn't you All right. Him Here's one for you, Kyle. I can't believe fucking Jesus hasn't called me back. I left the message like four hours ago. <laughs> Isn't that God? Nope. <sighs> God would have been a good answer, though. <laughs> God would have been a good yeah. answer, though. <laughs> Are we sure it's not God? It is not God. Should I get another guest? Uh, no. <laughs> 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 Massey, you're up. Um, I think I know who it is now. I mean, my only guess is Peter. It is Peter. Is it really? It is That's Peter. so easy. Now, do you have context? Yeah, do you have context? No. 
It's the episode where uh, Peter convinces Jesus to come back yeah. for the second time, and he becomes like a big hit. And Peter's like his agent. Oh, what I a, do remember that episode. What a great episode. <laughs> He's like at the uh, the People's Choice Awards. And like, and like Dane Cook's give the presentation. It's like, coming up, Jesus Christ and the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> Doesn't Jesus like end up in jail? Yeah. Yeah, at the end. Can I go one for you? All right. All right. Sure, I saw him once. And I'm bl- but I'm blind in one eye, and the other eye was inf- was infected from picking at it all day, and I was I tired from sitting in a pool of chlorine. I know who it is. That's a great quote. Um... <laughs> at least I think I'm talking shit now, but I fucking know. <laughs> I'm talking shit now, but I might not know. Hmm. Was it Homer? No mass. I'm gonna go with Seamus. It is Seamus, but I don't know the the context. It's the episode where they're like Peter becomes the fisherman and they're going to catch like that yep. forbidden fish on the cove. Okay, yeah, yep, yeah. I absolutely would have gotten that 100. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure, I'm blind in one eye, and the other eye is infected from picking at it. I was tired from sitting in a pool with too much chlorine. Oh, uh, such a funny episode. But I saw it once. <laughs> also, a big fan of what who they ended do. up being the actual fish because wasn't a robot controlled by somebody. Was it uh, Mayor West? I'm trying to remember. There, there, there was like a name for like the like a cave, right? It yeah, was, but was it was yeah. it was it Mayor West in the suit? <laughs> Checks out for him. Yeah, it sounds like it would be. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. That is a good one, though. All right, let's see. I'm gonna quickly yearn. You got like five All right, minutes. I'll take this over and see if I can. Why well, do you know if we, were, if we were still going, if we were wrapping up? We're still going, but you can go away because you suck. All right, go All pee, right. go pee. Right. We'll wrap up when you come back. Kyle's falling asleep. Right. I'm just chilling. Yeah, in your bed. I'm ready, not. Ready to, ready to fall asleep. All right, person one. I read that in a book one time. Person two. Are you sure it was a book? Are you sure it wasn't nothing? Uh, Peter and Brian. <laughs> yes. Um... I'm pretty sure Peter goes, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. All they sell is jean jackets. (laughs) That's a sad episode. Mm, I agree as well. Shallow and pandantic. Sorry, hold on. Kyle was saying something. What, Kyle? What episode was that? That's the episode where Brian dies. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's the one where they go back in time and the Native Americans almost kill them, so they destroy the time machine. And then Brian gets hit by the car. Sad episode. Because they're playing hockey? Yeah, they're playing hockey with some things they found at the dump. And then Vinny the dog comes in. He was the worst character. Yeah, that was pretty rough. Alright, Max, what you got? I'm so hungry I could ride a horse. Peter. It is not Peter. Chris. Yes. <laughs> so hungry I could ride a horse. One of my favorite Peter lines of all time. Everybody pee now. We did the we did the one from the saddest episode of all time. What's the saddest episode of all time? It's the one where Brian dies. Yeah. It was when all Brian they dies? S- Really, all they sell is jean jackets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the jean jacket store. All other stuff now selling jean yeah. jackets. 
Yeah, there's oh, an episode. Oh, I do like, remember that. Yeah, like season like I don't know, it was twelve or something or something like that. But like, yeah, like Brian, they killed off Brian, and there was like speculation. Like, well, so there was speculation because there was like rumors that Seth MacFarlane wanted to dial back the amount of work he had to do for every episode. Mm-hmm. Because he voiced okay. so many characters. But, like, Kendall and I had the same thing. It was like, why would you kill off Brian? That's just Seth MacFarlane's voice. Right. It's so Brian weird. is just right. Seth MacFarlane. That's how he sounds. And, because, like, Stewie sounds like, um, uh, Stewie's like, like Graham Norton. Yeah. Who like that, man? The replacement dog wasn't unfunny. Like, the Vinny character wasn't, like, terrible, but it just. Oh my god, they replaced him? Yeah, so he died, and then. They they got another dog and Vinny like, Brian was dead for like two episodes. It wasn't just one episode. He came back. He was like the see the the episode ended and Brian was gone. And then like oh. they, and then they replaced him and then they brought him back on the Christmas episode like two episodes later. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of flack. Brian did being good. I think people oh, were yeah. writing letters. People and... were pissed. They brought him back when uh Stewie found himself in a toy store buying a Christmas present for himself. How did he come back? Well, so Stewie, like the, the, the current Stewie had destroyed the time machine, but he found an older Stewie, like another Stewie that had come back in time already to, or went forward in time to buy a present that came out at Christmas. So he stole his, he stole his, uh, time device and went back in time before Brian died and saved him. How did he die? He got hit by a car because they destroyed the time machine. They brought it to the dump. They found some like hockey nets and stuff mm-hmm. and like they brian was like let's take these home we could reuse these and then they they set them up and uh <laughs> Stu was like i gotta go upstairs and get my knee pads i was using them for something else <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. funny though how like like in like season like four or five or whatever it was like stewie went from being like a villainous like mother killer to just so gay yeah <laughs> you know what's weird yeah i've always wondered about that for the the Brian character, I always thought it was interesting. He was like an intellectual for so long, and then like they kind of transferred him it's into like being like, a joke. Yeah, like like a bad yeah. writer and bad writer and a drinker. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you know they did a lot of well. All those changes kind of came after they came back a second time. They kind of like yeah. wanted to refresh it, I guess. Why did Family Guy cancel for a little bit? Oh yeah, Family Guy came out like in two thousand and was like canceled in two thousand two. Oh. People did not take well. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Was it like the hundredth episode or the hundred fiftieth episode or whatever it is when they do like the thing where they're just showing clips to people who've never seen Family Guy and the whole episode is them being like, "I would not allow a person I love to watch this." <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and there was an episode is like this, that with the Rock in it, right? Yeah. Is, is this supposed to be funny? <laughs> so I mean, then I suppose like there's no shortage of quotes. I no. Mean, and, Say cool, cool. Say whip, whip. Say cool whip, cool whip. You're eating hair. (laughs) I think the pizza one is my guaranteed like go to laugh. The the hello every pizza place that'll always get me. I know Kendall's is the epicac will always get him. That is so good. So there was there was an episode where they uh they were fighting over a pie. And whoever, so what they did was it was Stewie, oh, Brian, yeah. Chris, and Peter. Oh, it's, it's they, where they drink the. They all drank a bottle of Epicac. Last one to vomit yeah. threw up. 
So Stewie threw up, then C- Peter threw up. Chris was like, I don't feel so good. I was like, looks like I'm going to... And they all just keep throwing up, and then yeah, Lois, just, com- Lois just comes in, who wants chowder? Brad, with so, much, with so much confidence, well, I feel fine. <laughs> The best part, my favorite part, was when Brian was throwing up over the couch. Chris grabs his ears, pulls him back, throws up in his face, and then he throws up again. In one episode, they did like uh, something got screwed up with a time machine, and they went backwards, and they re-showed that scene yeah. with swallowing all the vomit. Yeah, and then they threw up outside. I know Mox. Mox's big go-to laugh one is is the retarded horse. Yeah, he loves the retarded horse one. That's so funny. There's a lot of good. Everybody lines pee it. now. Sir, what brings you to Kentucky? I don't know. <laughs> so stupid. I sent you out to get milk, and I bought a horse. Kyle, what about you? What's one that's always a scene that's always guaranteed to make you laugh? Um, they're both. Those are both two good ones. Probably when Stewie ties up. Cleveland and Quagmire. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's funny. That's <laughs> a good one, too. They're reciting the uh, direct TV. Uh, <laughs> oh, you remember when, uh, remember the episode where Quagmire <laughs> fell in love with Peter's matey one on Wheel of Fortune? And then, like, yeah. like, Peter was on Wheel of Fortune. He won. He's picking out the prizes. He picks out the free maid service for a week. Oh, And okay, then, like, yeah. they have to fake. That's when they, like, Peter does the T-Rex scene to kill yeah. Quagmire. I just, <laughs> he goes, I'll take the Dalmatian. I'll take the free maid service. I'll take the fat guy in the circle. <laughs> Sir, that's you. Oh, well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I guess I'll take the rest of the gift certificate. <laughs> you look so handsome, Peter. <laughs> that, uh... Is there anything that doesn't get you excited? When people say the word rubbish. <laughs> Not even a wiggle. I'm watching the horse thing right now. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, that's a classic episode. Then there's the Valentine's Day episode. Remember uh, um, Quagmire like shocks himself on the hair straightener? Yep. And he was like, oh, man, that broad left their electric tampon warmer here. <laughs> he like throws the girl outside and she has no pants on. He goes, careful, you're forming an icicle down there. <laughs> Your father's gay. <laughs> yeah, Craig Rose. We should all be yeah. so gay. He chooses his dad. He does the full. That's a good one too. When Brian throws up for like twenty seconds when yeah. he finds out he slept with Quagmire's sex changed dad. Yeah. Like he th- like it got to the point where like they made the throw oh up God, expand and, and Stewie looked down and backed up. Yeah. <laughs> that was very funny. I forgot all about that. I remember the early episode too, where uh, Stewie thought the. Uh, where they did the cult thing and Stewie was the man in white. <laughs> Just kills that cult leader guy. <laughs> nah, so funny. Yeah, I mean, I've rewatched a lot of really old episodes and they're, they're still just as funny. Oh, they're know. so funny. I love when they go back in time too. When the <laughs> bride's like, oh, this is when Peter's eye does that thing where it goes over his nose. Because <laughs> like, they like shout out like the bad editing from yeah. that episode. TV's not even plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> TV. TV's not even plugged in. So funny. All right. Quick beer reviews. Not much to review. Kyle, how was your beer? Uh, it's good, man. I personally like this beer a whole lot. It's not too strong. It's not too hoppy. I think you guys would like it too. But Kenna likes everything. Not everything. All right. You like eighty. You like ninety nine percent of the beers. I think we need a. a 
more fair number. 98. <laughs> Massey, I wasn't here for years. Did you have anything? I didn't even drink water tonight, so. Nice dehydration on the, on the docket. Yep. Kendall, how are your high lifes? Excellent. We what? have uh, one more. Maybe in the closing, cleaning up, we'll drink it. There's only seven left? Two left. Oh, we have one more each. One more each. Yeah, my bad. Uh, my bad. Yeah, the highlights were good. I like highlights solid beer. Solid beer, solid beer, solid beer. Um, hey, Kyle, you want to take a stab at doing the socials tonight? You can find us at GSWD underscore four. On? Uh, Instagram. And? Uh, Facebook. Nice. Almost. Isn't it? Oh, it's Twitter. Twitter. Twitter and yeah. Instagram. But not bad, though, Kyle. Not bad. You got the handle oh. down. That's what matters. You could, uh, you can catch us live on the PPRN Radio Network. It's the Boo Show. Oh, I would, you don't have to do this part, but you can. <laughs> uh, there's other shows that are cool on here. Um, Dan Reeves does a good show. <laughs> Dan Reeves. <laughs> uh, Give him a lot of credit. <laughs> GSWD's on here. My day. Eight-ish to ten-ish. Sometimes getting sports with drunk on Facebook, GSWD underscore four <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's hanging out with Mark Reeves or guessing that Family Guy character. Make sure you find and download us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, uh, Google Play, iHeartRadio, wherever you find internet and radio podcasts, mm-hmm. you find us. That's right. Are you- Flash drives that you have at home. Yes, yes. Put us that. on your flash drives. <laughs> Take us with you. you yeah. know. Put us on your Kindles. Yeah, we're, we're there. We we're love here. to be on iPod touches. We're here for it. Discontinued. Uh, Unfortunate. Peter Pinot's show returns this Wednesday at 7.30. Uh, he'll be talking about his trip to uh, Oklahoma. Got to see the PGA Tour live in person, like right on, you know. He's all Tiger. Can't get any closer. Um. It's the Boo Show, like Souls mentioned, Thursdays at 7. It's the Boo Show! <laughs> uh, Corey Arama, Sundays at 2, Delay Monday on Delay, Tuesdays at I 5. I believe he changes into Mark Reeves. Correct. Correct. So <laughs> pay attention to that. It's very important. Um, <laughs> every other Saturday is Mixtape Saturday. There's going to be a big Mixtape Saturday coming this weekend with uh, Memorial Day and, and whatnot. Remembrance Day. Remembrance Day. Uh, I don't know the lineup yet, but uh, you know Pete will post all the DJs and... Uh, I'm sure they'll do a big stretch, you know, for the party. So stay tuned for I that. See, we get the GSWD crew down here for that. DJ DJ K Quick Souls, so th- throw them on the table. See what he's got. DJ Mojito, DJ Hentai. Kyle, if you were to start a, a, a mixing set, what would be your first song? What's your first song? Start the party. Power uh, line. <laughs> you know what? I'd expect nothing less. Everybody gets hyped from that song. <laughs> Perhaps. Everybody is a synonym for Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, whenever there's not shows on, it's music 24-7. So a lot of great stuff. Oh! Until next time. Make sure that, oh, hold on. Hold go ahead. On. Go ahead. Sorry. Make sure you catch that Dan Reeves show. Dan Reeves. Right. It's not on right. like, a particular day or time, but stay tuned. Yep. The Hot Case Files. Right. Is that the one it's, where he just reviews different Hot, po- hot Pocket flavors? Yeah, I'm doing. The ham and cheese.
it tastes like the rest. This is what Kyle says. I'm Dan Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, I'm your host, Cupcake, the Riddler. He's nope. not here. Nope. I forgot what my name was, Souls. I think <laughs> it was that guy, Souls. Mm. The Mask Chris Massey. And the Red of a Red Baron. Yeah.